0: you didn't have that favorited.
1: <laughs> I should actually.
0: Well, That's welcome so guys. Good, dude. <laughs> welcome guys to episode fourteen. Had ourselves there a little bit of a week long hiatus. Of course, uh, life gets in the way sometimes. Don't look at me. Yeah, I'm looking at it was you.
2: All me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No
1: I one didn't tell you guys <laughs> you. you couldn't record. I said, go ahead. I would have listened to it because I wouldn't have been on it. Uh. Would you though? No. Would you? No. I don't want to be that one guy like laughing in an audience whenever.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the people doing just that.
1: <laughs> I'd like doing that in the theater though. Like if you're just sitting there. It was like in Wedding Crashers, I think. It was just one part that I thought was really fucking funny, but no one else did. And I was laughing so hard in a dead theater. And they're all looking at me like, what the fuck are you doing? Like,
3: the hell's wrong with this guy? <laughs> I'm like, that was really
1: good, though. Too bad I can't I get, remember what it was. I get
2: really self conscious because I do that too, but like, for like horror movies and even like Joker, like, when people start dying, I was like, what are you oh. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I just think that stuff is hilarious. I'm like, oh man, that was good. You might be a psychopath. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I love when people get slaughtered. It's so hilarious.
1: Alright, Travis. I'm here. You are here? What do I want to talk about? Wanna talk about games?
0: Now? Yeah, let's talk about games. It's what cool. are you playing then?
1: Well, I'm not going first. Man. Someone else can go first. <laughs> uh, okay, I'll go first. Yeah, do it. Okay. So let's see. Since it's been two weeks, I actually had quite a bit. Uh finished gears five campaign when you still need to play the horde in escape mode this might be my favorite gears story-wise hmm. i thought it was slow at first and it loses a little bit of its pacing in the two middle chapters where it's open world you don't get as much story there but the last and first two chapters are really fucking good oh okay or four acts i guess there's four acts so first act and last act
3: really good for story And i, I think guess. i'm about midway through that open world like lull segment Yeah, and, well, there's a second one right after it. Right, right. desert, yeah. Yeah, because it's one right after the other, and, yeah, I think I'm, I think I'm right at the end of the one. You're pretty close. Going into the other, so. From where
1: we were, yeah. I actually like those open world, though, like, it's, I think it's a nice change of pace from what gears normally is, just go from point A to B, shoot everything on the way. Right. It's kind of cool to have open, or little side missions. You don't have to do them if you don't want to, like, and each one has, like, a little mini-boss or, like, a snatcher or something at the end of it. Or is like it helicopter. worth it to do it? Yes. You upgrade your... J- it's that, that mainly how you get, your like, your jack components to upgrade jack. And, and it down. is
3: very worth it. Yeah, because
1: if you do, like, three... They ha- they'll have, like, uh, find these three down helicopters. And if you find all three, you'll get the super upgrade for jack. So, like, just for example, for one, his cloaking ability. Um, everybody gets cloaked, and you do 50% more melee damage, and you don't come out of cloak when you do... The me- when you do a melee attack, so you can just run around for like thirty seconds, just stabbing everybody. Mm-hmm. Once you get that superpower of Jack, that's pretty cool. But otherwise, yeah, you, it, it. as soon as you do one, it brings you out a cloak and it's over. Mm-hmm. So you get that super upgrade. You don't get that kind of shit. So then it gives you all that stuff for each of the. Would Jax you say upgrades. like
2: those kind of upgrades are almost game breaking, or are they still? I did. Yeah,
1: they're pretty fucking great. Like mm-hmm. I would get to a point where I'm surrounded by everybody. And I just went to cloak, and I'm like, I'm just going to go stab these four guys in the back real quick and take care of them, <laughs> and we'll fight a big guy later, because you won't let you kill the big guys, obviously. But you,
3: the way you made it sound with uh, well, Jack the, is the just difficulty, altogether. It, you know, if you, if you go up in difficulty, that might be actually necessary to continue the game.
1: I don't um, know. Less. I wasn't playing in that hard difficulty like you are. I'm not no, sure. Well, you know what helps yeah, not know. being in a hard difficulty? Shooting rockets right at your cover. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> very true. <laughs> maybe, maybe we don't do that anymore. <laughs> Then we played a little bit of that with. Uh, I played with Kyle's game, and so I played Jack. He It's like for your kid or something, because he is insanely overpowered. Like, it, Kyle didn't have to fire a shot. I was able to kill a whole swarm all by myself, just floating over him, zapping him, because they don't even shoot you. They don't even give a shit, because you're cloaked, too. It, it's for your kid, I guess. I don't know. It's insane how overpowered he is. Hmm. Unless there's just an enemy too high, but I don't know. Uh, so we need to try more of that though. Really good gear games or gears game, like better than four.
2: And I mean, I really stopped caring after two. You know, it was like I don't. The story never really mattered to me too much in that game.
1: I like three story. Did you play three?
2: I did, but I don't even really remember it. No, me either.
1: Where are they going to get Marcus's dad? Mm-hmm. No, oh, well, I just guys, yeah. There's just not enough
0: really I mean, to remember the first I remember one that definitely, scene, but
2: not like well, that's because it was awesome the entirety of the game though oh. i don't know it was just
1: not- well yeah i guess I'm, I'm, i wouldn't put gears in like a
2: top narrative story. games yeah, like, that's, <laughs> yeah.
1: Not that's not what i'm doing for gears though but that one was really good let's see then i played uh sinner uh sacrifice for redemption think mega man meets dark souls
2: um, so it's like salt and sanctuary kind of yeah
1: okay. uh just nothing but a boss run uh, except I was telling you about that mechanic. Each time you beat a boss, you it takes away one of the... You start off with everything at the end. Like you would kind of like in any tutorial where they give you everything and then at the beginning of the game, they'll take it all away and you got to rebuild yourself back up. Right. Then, I think like Batman did it or something. Anyway. Yeah. So the, each time you beat a boss, it takes away another thing. So you need to kind of be careful on which bosses you fight in a row or how you like to fight. But honestly, it's not terribly difficult to get through the game altogether i beat it in i think a day and a half it's only like seven hours i think you'd like it it seems up your alley but it's got a real problem with frame rate every now and then the frame rate just drops to like zero and then you'll be two seconds ahead of where you were or behind where you were So and, completely and, just the, guys, and the guy's already swinging it's like well fuck i guess i'll just take this hit <laughs> it was frustrating but not game breaking that was a pretty good game what else have i got on here what do you see guys metal your survive oh fuck that game that is maybe the most boring fucking game I've ever seen in my life.
0: Yeah, I was just about to ask, which way is it? to uh, fuck it, is it that it's too hard? Okay. So why is it boring though? What what it's, about it?
1: Oh, okay, so, <laughs> so first of all, we played for probably two and a half hours. Maybe thirty minutes of that is gameplay. Like the rest of it is just cutscenes after
2: cutscenes of so, nothing. So it has classic, nothing to do with the actual Metal, Metal gear.
1: gear. Say what?
2: Classic Metal Gear style. Yeah, well,
1: but it has nothing to do with the actual Metal Gear story. So it's like what the fuck am I watching this for? And they'll give you a cutscene on something that doesn't even matter. They're like, here's how to walk. Gee, have you played a fucking video game before? Do you know how to push the left analog stick? They will give you a 45 second cutscene telling you how to walk. Good lord. And it's like that for every mechanic. And they throw every mechanic at you right away. And of course Austin has to customize. I was watching Austin play. And Austin has to customize everything. down to a fucking... Day. It's like, dude, just fucking Well, because
0: Survive wasn't a Kojima one. Survive was one that they actually yeah, just, they just did used, separate of him.
1: Yeah, because they used that Fox engine because they wanted to get some more miles out of that thing. Mm-hmm. And it still looks pretty. Like, Metal Gear 5 looked pretty. It still looks that way. And I don't even know why there has to be zombies. They're pretty dumb. It was pretty cool to watch. So, it's... Any survival game you've ever played, you'll pick up... Uh, you'll build a base. You'll, <clears throat> you'll just keep picking up components. And to do little stupid story missions around the thing. That's all it is. Just see how long you can survive, I guess. But you have to, which is the dumbest thing in any survival game, you have to eat and drink. Otherwise, you go those go down. I hate that in any survival game like Fallout. I hated that when they do that mode. I think that's dumb. Um, combat was boring. It's the same thing as always. But there's no since they're zombies, there's no AI intelligence. They all just come running at you. In a swarm, so you get the ability to like, with some components, you can build like a fucking fence. You just throw up like a chain link fence all of a sudden. Actually, it puts on his back. It's pretty cool to watch him put the pull out the fence from his back and set it down <laughs> in the chain link fence all of a sudden. Then he just takes a stick and starts stabbing him through <laughs> the chain link fence. I'm like, this is the dumbest shit I've ever seen. It's so fucking boring, man. So I couldn't even get past three hours. And dude, I love to give games a chance. I usually spend more time in a game than I should
0: did it feel like you'd have to force yourself then to really actually push through the rest of yeah, it yeah
1: i don't see how anybody could like it like it takes place between ground zero and five that's where the opening is is after that base is being blown up at the end of ground zero right you wake up as one of the soldiers but you're able to traverse a different parallel universe and you go into this parallel universe the hell
0: that is weird yeah
1: the, great the, uh, see how fast i did that that's what they had to do for the cutscene, but no, it was forty-five minutes of them explaining that shit. Oh Jesus! And I'm like, dude, just fucking go, man. Like, let me play the fucking. game. They could game. have literally
2: put two sentences at the bottom of a still.
1: Yeah, like give <laughs> me the I, same effect. <laughs> I mean, do you, do I really give a shit why this is considered a Metal Gear game? I don't. Why would you tie it in so heavily, especially in the beginning? Like, but I guess Metal Five had that problem too, or. What was that, like 45 minutes of that hospital scene crawling out?
3: Yeah, exposition
1: a... for
0: the sake of exposition.
1: Yeah, it's just too fucking much. But that's the same problem every Metal Gear game has. But there's no cool Kojima, stupid shit. It's just stupid. So that game's pretty fucking dumb. What else do I got on my list, Travis? Look. Control. Control, I finished that. Hey,
2: we were You were playing that for a while. I was... Busy. Like like this entire I, week. I had started
1: it, but then I got sucked into Gears and Borderlands. Hmm. And then I came back to Control and I just finished it this week, basically. It's a lot longer, I thought. I thought it was going to be like 12, 15 hours, maybe? It feels like 25 to
3: 30. you' if
1: And I didn't even do everything because I just got... I actually got sucked into the last mission without me knowing this was the last mission. Which is dumb. Like, tell me, last time we're going to be here, if you're an open world game, want to go do side shit? Go do side shit. And it doesn't do that. Which is dumb. Um, you can tell it's... It's in the same universe as Alan Wake because you'll actually find some Easter eggs of. um, So the idea of it is they are in the oldest building in the world, I guess, that can harness astral. It's a gateway between the astral plane and Earth, whatever you want to call it, or the universe as we know it. And there's just items of power around the world that they collect and they take to this federal bureau kind of thing. Uh, it's called the Federal Bureau of Control. They take to this building these items, and that's what Alan Wake is. It's one example of that of an of an item or a place that has that astral ability. Oh, okay. So you're so you're the director of the whole thing, is the idea. You're you're the new the new big boss man because you're able to traverse the astral plane. I don't know why. It Doesn't make sense, but. It's a really confusing game. I'll have to watch more cutscenes and shit over again to even really understand it because I still don't understand. It. I played through the whole thing. I did all the side missions. Um, afterwards, gameplay's pretty decent. It's good third-person shooter, and they give you those powers. You move pretty quick, but I don't know. I'll tell you nothing guys groundbreaking though. No, and since it's at a giant building, all the environments like for twenty after 30, 25 to thirty hours of you just being in a building, it gets pretty fucking boring for environments sake like i'd like a little more variety at that point of different areas give me a courtyard yeah like there's no yeah there's no outside and everything just looks like a a office building it's giant brick walls and everywhere there's uh the end is pretty fucking cool (laughs) there's one part where they just play play this really heavy metal music and it just blazes over your ears it allows you to traverse this maze it doesn't make sense whatever you listen to this music though while you're killing everybody. It's just a really cool song to kill on like a giant uh, enemy run to get to the final bosses kind of thing. That was the best part of the game. Talking
2: though. like killing floor two type music.
1: No, it's even a little better than killing floor 2's hmm. music. Like, but That's cool, but kind of like that. Like it's just in that same metal. Let's vein. just get let's just get a rampage going yeah. right now, and that was pretty cool. Other than that, it's a pretty good game. I don't see why it has such <laughs> big hype though. Like.
2: Yeah, that, a lot of people were like... They're
1: like, oh, it's really, really yeah, like
2: I remember seeing a lot of stuff hyping it up when yeah, it first came out. And,
1: oh, and every time you pause and come out of pause, you were going to wait about three seconds of frame rate to catch up. I don't know why. <laughs> it's in- insane because you have to go into the menu all the fucking time to check out your missions, your upgrades, anything, or just the, the luck like with the maps just up on the D-pad, but everything else, like the collectibles you just pick up, which are like 200 of them at least you're always in there and you have to come out of it and then you have to wait that three seconds for the frame to catch up it's really you know, annoying but I'll yeah. let you play it see if you enjoy it because I know we're big fans of Alan Wake yes yes so, I loved
3: Alan Wake so maybe you'll like this because I don't get I don't get that same creepy feeling that I did in Alan Wake see that, that's why I'm kind of hoping that now that, they're, that Remedy's finally done with it there have been rumors of Alan Wake too so mm-hmm. maybe maybe we'll see I would like an Allen Week too. I would. I would love an Allen Week too. Yeah, that's all I've been. It playing. needs to happen.
1: Oh, except for Terminator came out on more. Comics.
3: Yeah, I wanted
0: to ask you about this because I've been watching videos and I gotta say my favorite fatality of his is actually being sent back to uh, like what is it? Uh, sending the enemy back to like ninety nine or whatever it is and actually having one of the Terminator skeletons come up and just blast away.
1: Yeah, I, that's I just, the better of the two fatalities. But yeah, I don't think either. It's kind of like predators were. They're okay. They're not the best fatality or even close to the fatalities. It felt thing.
2: like they're more generic fatalities, where I feel like they could have utilized the actual guest character a little bit more with the fatality.
1: Yeah, because the one he does for the other one is the motorcycle one, mm-hmm. where he just bum rushes them with the motorcycle and then just blast them out of the air and with one shotgun shot. I still thought it, it looked pretty okay. cool. He his customizations okay, uh, but his he has a cool thing where the, at the end of the game, if you lose your your endos, or your exoskeleton whatever you want to call the uh, the metal part of him stands back up and you get to fight again you just have limited movement a little bit but you can still go beat the shit out of him and they say it's like the most broken move in the game I think he's clunky though he he feels a lot like Jax was right up in your face or Baraka like get right in their face he has no distance fight but if, if I got really good I guess I might be able to beat the shit out of somebody just for a relentless ass whooping right up in their face
0: the only thing I will say is that with Terminator in there and the videos I did see, uh, because they showed off, like, every character's intro against Terminator yeah, and all of the different lines that they could actually come back and say to the Terminator. And it, it wasn't just quotes, like, that you'd hear from Terminator 1, 2, or so on. There were a couple of them in there from other Arnold Schwarzenegger movies, too. Like, some people caught uh, from Predator as well. Like, Get to the Choppa as well was as one of the quotes. Like, why? It's like, if he, it's the Terminator character. It's not Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> As a <laughs> character in there, so... I don't know why they did that. I thought that was a little frustrating, but... I feel like there's just an
1: Arnold catchphrase now, his get-to-the-chopper, yeah.
0: It just... Yeah, it's like... But you're not playing as... Our, it's the Terminator, you know, it's...
1: So you wanted him to fit into the universe I fi- I
0: figured it'd be like, just straight-up Terminator. It's like, unless it's like, oh, no, the, the your DLC character here is actually Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, okay, man, then so, I can understand that. So it's a little but, too
2: fan service for you?
0: Just a little bit, yeah. That's, I can
1: see it. No, that's fair. I would agree.
2: Right.
0: Yeah. But maybe it's just because he's the first character out of this set. I, would lo- I can't wait to see how Spawn's going to look, though. Um, Gotta wait till March.
2: <laughs> I know.
1: Isn't Sindel next in November?
2: Yes, Sindel and then Joker, and then.
1: Yeah, well, I, I need to see the customization a little bit better because I don't like his costumes very much for this one. Like, the, the newer ones look much better, like his new, old looking look that he has for the. What's the new one called?
2: Dark fade or something like
1: that. Dark fade or whatever. Yeah, that yeah. One. that that's the one that looks the best of them.
2: Is it?
1: It doesn't sound like real Arnold, though. Is it real? It Arnold? doesn't no, sound like not. him. No,
0: no. It's they tried mm-hmm. as best they could with whatever voice actor they got, but oh,
1: okay. No. Like, it doesn't sound like real Arnold to me.
0: No, they didn't actually get him in.
2: Why? What is he doing? I don't know. I guess they. <laughs> Couldn't quite afford that they showed out too much money just for his likeness and couldn't get his voice. Hey, he looked just like yeah, him, though, right? Yeah. I was like, holy shit, that looks amazing.
1: Yeah. And, I, and
2: I think, to be fair, if, if they had to pick, hey, we're going to have it look like Arnold or we're going to have it sound like Arnold, I would have rather gone for, for the looks anyway.
1: Look, man. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, I think people can do a pretty good job impersonating him. Yeah, it's not bad. Like, if it got, was, It's it,
1: like a Kingdom Hearts 3 kind of. Right. Yeah, urban yeah urban if
0: it was like an Disney actual switches. like Terminator game. And they could do both sides of it. That would make sense. But you don't get many voice lines anyway out of it, since it's a fighting game. So what's it? What's why it matter is, on that part? Man,
1: why is there no good Terminator game? I don't know. I, I need a good. Ter- like that seems like an easy franchise to. There's
2: the old, a couple well, of them, like Predator.
1: There's a couple of good Predator ones.
2: Yeah, then we got the Predator like, well, that, remake that coming, new one out. coming out too. That's gonna be yeah. Hopefully,
1: fine. I want one where it's more like Batman Arkham, where you're just running around a city, just a third. Predator. Not, not
0: the evolve. Uh, predator. Yeah, 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 I'd rather have like, an action that's coming out.
2: That have, like a third one. person action. Yeah, there's one called Concrete Jungle.
0: Concrete right Jungle was awesome.
2: Yeah,
1: it's. Ah, see, those are good ones. Yeah. Kyle, <laughs> come play Predator and Terminator with us. Oh, yeah. No. yeah those
3: are good games. The or good characters not good games yeah I was, I was going to say <laughs> the, uh, I, w- I will say Alien uh, like the Alien vs Predator gold oh yeah Remember, on, those are really good yeah on PC yeah, uh, yeah those long were some great time games ago, those ones were amazing yeah those were Except awesome because it
1: sucks every time you shoot your plasma caster I don't know why they do that with the Predator it wastes like half your fucking energy I
0: never used use- that
3: anyway
1: but I want to. I want to shoot with my shoulder cannon. And it would always just
3: use all the fucking energy to do it. See, I, I remember AVP Gold. And that one was amazing. And it, it had those great live action, like, corny, yeah, you know, film scenes that that were, would play on the computer for or the Marine and whatnot. Um, just awesome. But, yeah, even in 2, like, most of what I used for the Predator was, like, the comb stick, the disc. I the, really like those sticks yeah players. the the wrist fucking plates. tossing
1: of someone yeah, yeah.
3: Mm-hmm. you got me excited I don't want a Predator game now that's all I was playing Yeah, I, mean, I, oh. I I don't play much Mortal Kombat or anything so. that's a
1: damn shame because Mortal yeah. Kombat's awesome it's like the best game that came out this year see I'm more of a Street <sighs> Fighter guy that's a stupid sentence <laughs> <laughs> let it be known on this <laughs> day because I'm not good at Capcom fighters man I cannot them. Preston's game of the year it's Mortal, Mortal Kombat, Kombat 11 so far it still is
0: <laughs> good deal
1: Like, something's going to have to fucking come out of nowhere to beat that. That story is so fucking good. We need to play it. Like, just one day. It's four hours. Like, let's just play it so you can just be in amazement of how great it is, Dan. (laughs) You're just like, yes, this is so good.
2: I'm down. Yeah. What have you been playing then, Dan? Um, so, last week, I was still a little bit on a Borderlands kick, um because they have that whole 10-year anniversary Borderlands 1 event going on, still in 3, so... What was um, that? Pardon? What was that? Um, Borderlands 1, which was 10-year anniversary, so they're doing oh, every week for this entire month, they're doing a different event in Borderlands 3. And last, the first week was um, certain bosses drop specific loot. Oh, okay. And better okay. loot. Um, last week was the more rare spawns and they have guaranteed loot as well. Um, so me and Brandon were playing that for a little bit, doing a little bit of farming. Um, but they keep they keep nerfing everything in this game with hotfixes, and they're not patching any of the issues. So it's becoming really frustrating. And I, I actually think I'm probably going to be done playing it. Um, the next couple weeks in this event, I don't care. It's, it's more Iridium is this week, and it's like, oh, cool. What do you spend Iridium on? Nothing.
1: I'm surprised you're even playing it anyway. I watched him do a video of killing a boss. It took me probably five to eight minutes somewhere to chip his health down. It wasn't hard, but it was like just a chip down fight. Dan killed him in eight seconds with these fucking guns that he has now. Jesus, God. I'm like, what was it? Mayhem 3 mode? Like, you yeah, were just fucking yeah. beating the shit out of him. And I'm like, why are you still playing this game at this point? You've beaten it. Pretty like, much. It well, like, yeah, yeah, exactly. When you're killing the big bosses in eight seconds, I think you're done, man. I don't know why you're still playing it. Are you yeah. even getting better guns at this point?
2: Um, not really. So really what i at that what I was trying to do at this point was like just get the same gun but like better stats. Okay. So I was just trying to min-max basically. But so I have a real big issue with how they're handling their their patching of this game. So there's not there's been one patch since the game came out. And they're supposed to do another patch soon, but every week they're just putting out a hot fix. So it's just you have to play online and and it, it downloads just a quick Quick update. But it's not something that's permanent in the actual game files yet. So, and all they're doing is... So, like, that gun that I showed you, they they nerfed it. So, and a lot of people are like, well, you're taking away, like, the fun builds. Because, like, I have another build where I just throw grenades. And every time my grenades crit, I get grenades back. So I literally just spam grenades and I get them back all the time. So I'm not even shooting. I'm just killing people with grenades. And there's one grenade that expands into, like, six other grenades that are homing. So it's, like, super overpowered, right? But that's kind of the point of these crazy legendaries. They're supposed to be wacky and wild that you're supposed to just see all this crazy shit happening on screen, you know? And this last week, they nerfed it by 70%. So they, so they keep taking all these really awesome, fun builds, and they're just cutting them to pieces. That shotgun I have that does all the explosives... They cut that by like 30% and it's only one shot. Instead, when, they like these,
0: when they drop these when they drop hot fixes or these changes, do they ever offer any patch notes? Like I know when Overwatch goes in and buffs and nerfs characters that they it. provide different little notes that says, oh, we recognize this. So that's why we're making this change. Do they even offer anything they, they like that? They do
2: have patch notes, but they're very – well, because it's not actually a patch. They're very simple. They're just saying what they're doing. And, but they're like, oh, well, we have – uh, basically their whole excuse is like, we have plans for the future and like how to make things better, but it's like, okay, but don't take away all our tools right now that we're having fun with. Yeah. That so, just like, doesn't seem to make sense. Well, if, if it was right. like a tactical shooter
1: game or something like that, I could see it, but borderlands is,
0: yeah. But it also it's just chaotic. Fun. But also if it was there's no PVP or a PVE. Yeah. Then I well, can understand yeah, exactly. why there need to be damage changes in that. But if it's just strictly PVE, yeah. Just yeah, call like, up, what do you call fun. that makes no He's, sense. Well,
2: exactly, and that's and that's where I'm coming from. It's like, okay, you're taking away all our fun builds that are what we're doing, what we're farming for, what we're building toward. I'm like, instead, what you should be doing is buffing other guns to make other things more viable. But they're like, okay, well, and that's, the, and that's what they're saying is like, it's getting too stale. Like, people are going for this one particular build, so we want to bring that down to make it even for everything else. And it's like, well, what you should be doing is making everything else better.
0: Yeah, agreed. Because putting your emphasis on just one weapon or one mechanic to com- to completely rewrite and change against everything else just to make other people use stuff, no, that doesn't make sense. You're absolutely right. Everything else needs to have a change with it at the same time. Right. So,
1: oh, that's that's a lot harder though than just taking one. Uh,
0: at the scale of Borderlands Three, I can understand that part, but I would say it's there's got to be more emphasis on other things than just changing like that one. Key thing though, each time they go in and make some type of adjustment. Every time you download data, it shouldn't just be one thing gets fixed here, unless it's small bug fixes. It should be batched. It should be in a, a patch level where they're doing that. Right. That's annoying. So
2: yeah, I, mean, I was just I just been getting frustrated with it. Like I understand sometimes where it's like you know, like you were saying, it's easier to, to just that one versus bring everything else up. But but also like if you're going to address it in a patch, just leave it alone for now. Then like. We're having our fun with it, and you're taking that away, basically. So, uh, they, they've they got, like I said, they're doing five weeks for the Halloween event. This is the third, I don't know when the fourth. I think the fourth starts, like, Monday. But um, this has something to do with Twitch, so I don't really care too much. As you should.
0: Oh. So, when the game launched, it had a bunch of streaming features in there. So, as you have viewers... And yeah, like, people chatting, you they can actually manipulate the game in some ways, like drop uh, drop crates or ammunition for you, or I think change the mechanic of a boss or something like that. There, there were all these different things, and it was something you had to enable, though, in your game for it to actually occur. It wouldn't just, as you stream, just automatically kick on. You had to turn it so on. So
2: viewers could actually, like, screw with the streamer. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, so they're they're doing like it's called Mayhem on Twitch this next week, and I'm like, eh, whatever, who cares? The, yeah, the streamers like are like going to have fun, but yeah, yeah it's like the, the, cool. All you know, yeah. So we're we're playing Dead by Daylight anyway. We yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then and, the fifth, and then the fifth, and then the fifth week is finally like an actual like Halloween event. So I'll, I'll try that, but I think I think after that, with just how they've been handling everything, I, I don't think I'll go back to play that for a while. Yeah. And you know, unless like you know, you pick it up or something, and you're like, "Hey, let's and, and do it just for for the story and stuff, and and for that." But
1: well, don't let Dan bring his guns; he's just gonna fucking ruin all the fun
0: for you. <laughs> you, just, you just steamroll. I'll everything. just I'll just sit behind as everything's mowed well, down. Well, and not just it doesn't
2: matter anymore because they're all collect as we go. I'm sure you got plenty of other ones. that <laughs> just mow everything <laughs> yeah, yeah. down. <laughs> but yeah, so I just haven't been. I don't know. I just I don't think it's been handled as properly as it could have been. I'm sure they're. I'm sure they have their reasons or whatever but it's not quite clear enough and I mean a lot of people are pissed about it like I went to their forums and it's just like well you killed the game now <laughs> like just pages of it and I'm like okay but you guys are overacting a little they'll, bit they'll but... be, they'll be back when... right exactly yeah, I was like you'll be back I wouldn't be too worried. I'm I'm just glad In I didn't I didn't buy the season pass cuz that that would I'd be a little bit like okay you know like to play this for the whole year is like nah no thanks so but we got other games to play too. Yeah exactly <laughs> so I did that last week for for a bit of it, because I was trying to farm and, and everything. but um, And I did a little bit of Fire Emblem. And then this week has been nothing but Fire Emblem. I've been trying to actually finish it entirely. I finished my Blue Lions playthrough. So three playthroughs down, one to go.
1: So he says, man. He's gonna...
2: <laughs> we'll still be yeah. talking about, we'll it, next be talking about yep. it next year. We'll still be talking about it next year. Yep. So, well, see, because I sped through the first half of this fourth playthrough. I'm already more than halfway through this last playthrough. Um, because the the fourth playthrough, in order to access it, it's it splits into into two from one of the other houses. So it's actually identical the first half, and then you make a critical decision, and that's when it splits. Okay. So I did I did the harder split the first time, and so now I'm doing the other split. So the first half of this fourth playthrough was identical to my second playthrough. So I literally did that in. 20 hours, because it still takes a while to go It doesn't through. just
1: take you back to the, that point? You can't just, like... No. That kind of sucks, man. I
2: think I would want... It, it, it does kind of suck a little bit, but but honestly, I like it.
3: I like how you just shrug off 20 hours. I know, <laughs> yeah. I mean, That's a lot of fucking time man.
2: for me. I'm having fun with it, man.
1: Wow, it, 20 hours. I get mad if I have to go back 10 minutes <laughs> and, like, a check what I'm going to do. Fuck this game.
2: Well, that's definitely one you would probably just like look it up on YouTube, like that particular branch. Do once know. I beat it once, I'll be done. I'm, I'm yeah. not going to care about it now. Well, maybe. maybe. That's, well, no. Yeah, you're right.
1: No. <laughs> <laughs> like maybe the next time I play it, like in a year or so after I've had time. I'll You'll try something else. Yeah. Yeah.
2: But, and see, and that's kind of the thing that I struggle with a little bit with that game is like everything is so different, but it also teaches you so much more. About yourself? About the characters? <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Dan, I'm learning what Dan's
2: like. <laughs> I have a patience for a 200-hour game. That's what I learned. <laughs> that's insane. Yeah, well, that's actually where I'm at right now. My, my, my last save, I'm at 187 hours. And I'm at, I've got probably about, probably about 20 more hours to go. So I, I probably will pass the 200-hour mark by the time I actually finish. Just the campaigns for getting a 100% idea of what the story is. I don't think, you know, at first I was like, ooh, I'm going to keep playing. We keep playing because I want another run where it's like the characters I want because I've been playing each playthrough with just the characters right. you're supposed to. Just it kind of feels natural that way. But my last playthrough, I want like everybody. I want to make over, everyone overpowered. But once like towards the end of my third playthrough and this pl- and this fourth playthrough, I'm like, OK, I think I'm going to take a few months off. <laughs> and by a few months i mean like maybe two weeks <laughs> 200. wow but uh so i've been i've been cranking that out a lot um third playthrough blue lions it was uh it was okay um i the main character of that one it was kind of cliche a little bit so i didn't enjoy that one as much as i did the other playthroughs but it was still it was still good um and then I just got to the split in this this fourth playthrough, and I'm only a few chapters in, so there's nothing too revealing yet, but... Uh,
1: Maybe next week.
2: Well, yeah, I'm, <laughs> hopefully I'll have it done by next week, Is this fourth playthrough. And so I can uh, finally scratch that off. That's for sure going to be on the top of my games for this year. Fucking, like, ugh. not even a question. Well, it
1: would have to be if you've spent 200 fucking hours. Yeah. I did not spent 200 hours on Mortal Kombat.
2: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> And then uh, also this week I started uh, Sekiro. Yeah,
1: you did. That's a fucking game right there. I've been having a blast. probably will
3: never play it.
1: No, you got to play it.
2: It's so good. Tell them, Dan. Tell them how good it is. <laughs> it is a great game. It's yeah. probably going to be my number two for this year after Fire Emblem. I think I have a number two as well right now. It's just so good.
1: That deflect.
2: Uh, like, like I said, at first I was struggling with it a little bit.
1: Because you have to unlearn Souls.
2: Well, yeah. and, and Bloodborne. And I, I and feel like it almost kind of does that game a disservice where it's like – because, you know, everyone just makes that comparison. Oh, it's from software. Oh, up, it's a hard and game. Up, it's Miyazaki. It's a Souls game. And It's like, well – It's really not. It's not. Yeah.
1: Like it has difficulty, but it's – the mechanics, like even though it's the same buttons, it's like – but it's not. And they're completely uh, yes. fucking different. It's weird how you can – I thought they did the same thing with Bloodborne where you take all the same mechanics and somehow put them all together – and it's a different game that comes out of it.
2: Get rid of the shield and Bloodborne and all of a sudden get him a pistol. And like, whoa, it's a new game. Yeah. It's... You know? And, and so this one, I struggled with it at first because I was... And, it, and it, I thought about it more because, like, the way me and you play Dark Souls differently, like, that translated over differently to Sekiro. Because, like, I parry a lot in Dark Souls. So I'm used to getting a parry and then getting rewarded for that parry. Right. With a, a repost. And so, like, when I'm getting these perfect deflects uh, for the first, like, five to ten hours, because I restarted my playthrough, because right. I, I really messed up that first playthrough. I didn't even get that bell. I didn't see the old lady, so I never went to the Hirata estate. I never found the vendor to, for the firecrackers. So, oh, like, yeah, you need those. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was, like, doing everything, basically, without any of my tools or anything. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to restart, you know. But that first playthrough, I would get a perfect deflect, and immediately it was just natural instinct to R1 attack.
1: And you think you're getting a critical.
2: And I'm like... And then I I ended up trading blows a lot. And I was like, this this doesn't feel right. And then, you know, so I started to get the the multiple perfect deflects down. And I'm like, okay, it's doing damage to their posture. But I was not attacking them right away because they were always deflecting my attacks too. So I'm like, I'm just not going to attack you because that's stupid because they just deflected anyway. And so, but they were recovering their posture because of that mechanic where the higher health you have, the quicker you recover your posture. So I was spending like 10 minutes on a fight just basically deflecting and like... And feel dry. like you're getting nowhere. Yeah, so I was like, oh, this is real slow to me. And then I started to kind of get a little more aggressive with it. But then you get that skill where you do more posture damage. And when you get a perfect deflect, they take more posture damage for that yeah, little window. some shit. And then I was like, okay, now it starts to feel like I'm progressing. And once I hit that point, then I was, I just, it clicked and I just have taken off with that game. And I've been flying through it, so it's pretty upsetting that you beat that ape so fast to me. <laughs> that yeah, I that, that guardian ape was well, because like I saw him the first time, and I and I remember you talking it up. You're like, I, I spent so much time here, so I was like, I'm gonna go the other way. <laughs> so I actually didn't fight him right away. I went all the way down to Mibu Village, and I did the the corrupted monk. I did him before I went up to the guardian ape.
1: Really? Yeah, you were overpowered. That's why you did it so easily. <laughs>
2: One extra attack power. You're a coward. <laughs> you're a coward.
1: Get up there. One extra attack power. He's the first person I fight. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: <laughs> so yeah. So um, damn, you guys don't like souls, huh? No,
3: I, I don't. I don't. Why? Can I ask why? I, I I don't know. It just to me, it moves too slow. I I just get frustrated too quick. I don't know.
2: Maybe you should play Bloodborne first. that. And I I don't know. Yeah, that's way fast. I like those games, I want to fight
3: everything. But you're not supposed to, you know? Yeah, you are. Well, not necessarily right away. Like. Yeah, like you can't go. To, you shouldn't go to the catacombs right away in
1: Dark Souls 1. Like, you should wait. I, I see what he's What do you mean? Like, Fair
2: enough.
1: Man. You can. Yeah, you you yes. can. Yes, Dan, yes. after you watch a shitload of log and know where all the secret weapons are and you level your character up to kill everything in two hits. Yep, then you can go to the catacombs <laughs> in the beginning. I,
3: just, I don't know. Could never get into them. Do you play souls
1: Travis? I haven't yet. They're tough. I was with I was with you guys originally like I didn't like them either, but that's my problem is that I I've
0: seen enough of it played that it just seems like yeah it drags on too much. It just I can't think like, of a
1: game though that gives me more satisfaction when I kill the bosses. I'm like fuck because yes, of
0: the level dude. of difficulty
1: on those bosses.
2: Most of them like it's
1: especially like the first time you play like now I don't have the same
2: thing. It's anymore. rewarding because you have to be Essentially perfect when you're fighting a boss. Right. These bosses are so punishing when you make any kind of mistake. But it's always
1: your fault when you die. Yes. Like nine times out
2: of ten. I'm talking down to like fractions of a second for – well, like for Sekiro, for parrying. Like they'll throw a four or five hit combo and if you don't parry everyone perfectly, you're going to lose a quarter to half your health. And so – and these fights take, like, five, ten minutes, and they are relentless. There's not, like, ever a time. You barely have enough time to back up and heal, or they're already oh, flying at you.
1: You're about to see some real good ones that fucking get into that shit. Where I can't it, wait for yeah, that. It's yeah. like they just come at you with everything they got.
2: That lady kind of messed me up for a couple, couple of deaths.
1: The uh, the, or little the little... Ghost lady? Oh, yeah. She's unbelievably <laughs> easy, though. Like, once you pair, start fucking. Start once you going get her, her boss, down, you're yeah. like, dude, fuck you. You're
2: so easy. She killed me the first time because she was so aggressive because every time I back up to heal, she was like, oh, guess what? I'm going to teleport and stab you in the face.
1: It's like the only game series I can... Feel. The best one, or I guess the best one, where I can see myself getting better as I go through the game. You have to. Yeah. It, like, it, even Austin. Like, when we were talking to Austin, Austin couldn't play it at all he was so bad at and he wouldn't take any like advice he just wanted to play it his way and he's starting to work his way through it and he's the same way he goes i can see myself getting better i don't that's that's why i enjoy him
0: so more of a thought that it's just a one size fits all for every boss that you're fighting and every encounter you get into and not adapting to what each boss does like that that's the problem that austin
1: was having right no, he just played it wrong. Just played it wrong. <laughs> no, he, would that's, try, he would sit yeah. there with he his just, he just up on everything. I'm like, dude, you got to put that thing down. you got to start slinging and break your posture or something. He yeah, tried okay. to face tank everything, and that's yeah, not okay. a
2: game you can face tank. Okay. So. Yeah, I, I can that's a good see game. that. So I've been struggling my way through that this this past week. I've only played a couple hours every day. I, I didn't. I haven't never really sat down like an entire night and just played it nonstop. Like,
1: right, no, those games you need to break. Yeah. You'll beat some you're like, okay, well, I'm done for five hours, like I'm just pissed. Just,
0: just ride the wave of that one accomplishment for a little while and then come back around again, so
1: like when we were talking about our gaming accomplishment one that we were doing. It was hard for me not just to put a bunch of fucking Dark Souls shit on yeah, that literally, <laughs> literally, like,
2: literally, yeah. It's like, God damn, they're so fucking tough. Every fight when you go into there not knowing what to expect, that's an accomplishment.
0: Yeah, the way you guys talk about it, I'm I'm not surprised that didn't just become a Dark Souls you know, achievement list. We I tried really hard not,
2: could, not to. We could do that one week. If you all played Dark Souls, we could have that.
0: If you guys
1: ever do it, like, you end up doing that like week.
0: What you, like what you would consider your shining moment in Dark Souls. Like, you know, yeah, like whether the, it was who you beat or how you set up. We could talk about the bosses. And, yeah.
1: We could talk about their stories. We could talk about just the difficulty of any of the games. Yeah, there's like a lot of cool shit. That's in those cool. Games.
2: And that's cool that, you know, a game is robust enough and in-depth enough where you can literally just sit there for hours talking about one aspect of it and there's so much to it so Hmm. those are the three that i've been playing this week Uh,
1: kyle what are you playing
3: well um of course from our little commentary or sidebar or whatever earlier i i'm still playing gears fuck yeah um but I it's haven't really game. touched it that much this week. Do you need my help? Um, no, I just... I, have, I really haven't been <laughs> on Xbox. I'll play Jax. Yeah, I haven't seen you on this week Yeah, I, I played a little bit of Bloodstained last week. Uh, leveled far, up a little bit. How far are you in it? Um I'm still at the very final boss fight. I just was going around leveling up a little bit more. Okay. Um, That's that
2: Castlevania cone, right? Yeah. About how far are you? Um, going
1: Sorry,
3: like time-wise. Time-wise, I want to say I'm at... Right around 28 and a half hours.
1: Dude, fuck this noise! I don't want to play these games for so long. Guys. Um,
3: that, that's that's about average. It seems like it's about thirty no, hours. Shut the hell for, up! No. For this one. <laughs> so, oh my god! And they do have you know at least one other character. I'm fairly certain that you can play as. Um, just kind of like, like you run into the game again as that character. Yeah, yeah, just like the Castlevanias do. Mm. Um, so, but um, does so so that stuff
1: change in it? Do you know, um,
3: I don't believe so. Um, it's the same game, so. There are going to be parts, I want to say, that you probably won't be able to do, just like if you look back to, uh, Safety of the Night, how if you played as, uh, Richter, um, you could not go into certain areas of the castle. Okay. There, it just was not possible, so. Okay. Yeah. Um. I'm going
1: to be getting into this one
3: pretty soon, because it, It's decided. a blast. It really is. Um. Were you like pissed said,
1: they put it on Game Pass? Like
3: I was, like a week after I was because I was I'm like, dude, fuck you! Game I Pass. was so excited about this game, and it's been you know full price. I think forty dollars yeah. is what it was, and it went on sale for like thirty five or thirty two or something. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna pick it up, and then literally like three, <laughs> so two three weeks later, goes on Game Pass. Granted, I have at, at that point I had almost already beaten it. I think I had like a couple bosses. Or maybe a boss to the final boss fight, uh, but yeah, right now I'm literally saved outside the final boss fight door. Hmm. Um, but mostly, still playing a lot of the Switch uh, since it, it's still new, um, at least to me. Uh, Astral Chain. Have you got uh, any further in that one? No, I have not played it. Um, it it's still not close. I, I want to watch. I want to have time to watch the videos, and that's one that their videos it's like you'll get a five minute video and then it it does like a loading screen and then you get like another 10 minute video and it's like oh oh dude god i hate and then it's shit. like well like for like m-? just cinematic story
1: yeah yeah
3: and it's just like oh well how many how many videos are we going to do here or how long is this video going to be you know because i'm only going to get to play for you know 10 minutes before i have to watch another video but um it, it just it's breaks the momentum good. of a game yeah it, it really does yeah I'm with you there um and obviously I think it's one that you're gonna have to um get more characters and like go back through the earlier stages um as I'm progressing through I can see that um still playing Zelda um got a little further than that uh I've also been picking up a lot of the games though that have been on there on right. sale uh picked up captain toad uh, I, I liked it on the switch that's a good game um am actually a little yeah yeah a little further on the the switch version than on the uh Wii U version That's
2: co-op, right? It is. It is. I'd be curious to see what that's like co-op.
1: I
3: have it, we can try it.
1: Yeah, but it's... it would be on Wii U. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I do not have a Switch yet. I'm not um, going to rebuy that for Switch.
2: Th- I, I, Wii U, I don't know more if the like uh, <laughs> I know
3: there were some uh Switch levels that just came out. I don't know if I don't think they came out for the Wii U though. Fuck there, you. There's like some extra special levels. Okay, if I buy yeah. it, there's not extra special shit. I'm coming well, after. Look, you. look into it first. Look into it first. <laughs> I'm
1: coming for you if you fucking there's no special shit. Yeah, no. You I better say that right on the box. Yeah, special I, shit. I don't think it's worth the buy
3: for just a couple extra levels. if That's a thing. Is it still fifty? Um, uh, I think I paid like thirty some for okay. it. Okay. Uh, but okay. I want to say Nintendo games don't like,
2: ever go down. Them. Yeah,
3: I, I want to say it goes like for forty now normally
1: because they're uh, not doing that like that nintendo select thing yet for the switch games yet where they no, sell not yet and whatever and goes to no not, not okay
3: yeah not not yet anyway um and then still playing splatoon 2 that's a good fucking um, game dude what splatoon yeah oh i love it um i've been going really hard on the campaign the last like probably two days i want to say uh but it was it was more multiplayer before the hitting the campaign hard. Um, I I really like the uh, multiplayer though. It's a it's a different take on on multiplayer, yeah, you know? know, and and it's kind of refreshing.
2: We need to go over to Amway's and Play that some more. Is there are you still finding lobbies like quickly? There's still like a community playing oh, yeah. that game.
1: Well, there are times I'll. You Is know, it like the only like, Nintendo community <laughs> online? <Yeah>. Smash. <laughs> so right. Isn't that the only one?
3: <laughs> but uh, no. You it it populates right. usually. I that think the Smash. longest wait. Mm-hmm. I've had is like 45 seconds, maybe a minute. Oh, that's not
2: bad at all. No. Mm-hmm. Oh.
3: oh, no. Yeah. But oh, I've, I've I, had lobbies populate like... I just think we're too patient with that like by Daylight like now. Yeah. <laughs> wait, yeah, fucking five wait minutes. Eight to ten minutes for
1: a lobby. Yeah, fuck oh, yeah, yeah.
3: No, the, the the lobbies populate real quick. Um, that's it's good. It's still a fun game. It's still really popular. That's good. You might, yeah. You enjoying your Switch? I am thoroughly enjoying it. Um, I'm thoroughly enjoying spending lots of money on it because <laughs> i i seem to find all these like games that go on sale for like you know half off or over half off or you know a lot of these like ten dollar five dollar even do you, dollar games that are like And you find sense. them or does
1: nintendo put them right on the screen and say hey buy this it's half off
3: no it's it's one of those things i look on the the all great right. deal section because they, ch- they change the deals daily you so. think you're sneaky yeah I don't know. That's
0: one thing I'm grateful about with Nintendo is that they don't put any advertisements for the eShop right on the actual screen. Right. Like when you're in the uh, like when you're on an Xbox or a PlayStation, it's like, right. hey, go yeah. buy this game in the store. Hey, look what's available now. Yeah. Doesn't do it in here at all. Yep. You have to actually yeah. go look to see what's up.
3: Well, they they kind of do when you when you turn it on from sleep mode. in um, that little Oh shit, bar. that's right. Yeah, and the actual
0: lock they have the but, they have it there I mean, but
3: it's it's very minimal in comparison. Yes.
0: yes, yeah, absolutely. That's right. I forgot it was there on the lock screen.
3: I noticed bolt's on your list.
1: Uh and no it was... is not. <laughs> I did download it, however.
0: I will I will try it. I will
1: try
3: it.
4: It's free
1: on Just actual. because
3: of your story. <laughs>
4: That's
1: all play bolt. You didn't download it, Dan? It was free. <laughs> Perhaps 2013's game of the year. <laughs>
2: Can't shake my head no any more than I am right
1: now. <laughs> that's a damn bummer, y'all.
2: What? Well, you have it down. That was
1: Apex Travis? <laughs> Actually,
0: that that's on my list because of the Halloween event. It is. Yeah. Shock, right? I know. Over. I so I did both Apex Legends and Overwatch's Halloween events. Overwatch's Halloween event. I'm I'm so bored with. It's, it's
2: just junk and
0: Yeah, exactly. Is I would really like it if uh, they've been doing this same event now for three years. Yeah. Um, actually, no, I don't even know if they did it in the first year. They did. Did they? Okay. Yeah. I, I played it like two days. Then, yeah, like, it's yeah, just... Yeah, I get my fill. Yeah, much. I would... I really wish that they would offer something different in the Halloween. It, like, in the grand scheme of things for Halloween, I wish they would do something completely is different.
2: Because I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to, but is it... Are the... Who you're fighting, is it different?
0: No. exact same, some, Exact same thing. Yeah, I
1: like, your two, one and two, they added
2: the witch and... The added symmetry, yeah. And had, as yeah, so
0: it's it's the same thing, but they didn't change anything. They just turned it back on again as a feature, and it's literally like the same pattern of when enemies come out and where they come out at. It's no different. So it's like, oh, let's shoot this way. Oh, let's all shoot this way. And here, I'm going to place the tor- turret over here. And that's too bad. It's just yeah, it's just repetitive. I wish they would change it. Like. Um, at least at Christmas time when they theme up some of the other levels, like King's Row is one example. I wish they would take the Halloween event to um, maps out to like different maps, though, too. I think that'd be great. Uh, but did they the get eight,
1: some new costumes?
0: Yeah, they did add some new costumes. So the current one right now is if you do win nine games, whether competitive, quick play, or an arcade, um, you can unlock Junkrat's newest skin. So as a part of the event, I think it ends this. I think it ends tonight.
2: Yeah, they're doing, um, they did. They did that thing like with yeah. with Anna and that Bastet. Yeah, you know that that weird event.
0: Yeah, they. It's the exact same thing as you unlock a uh, a profile icon, then you unlock a spray, and then you unlock the actual skin, which is a um, kind of like a fire skin for Junkrat, and it looks pretty cool. Did you I,
2: get that Lego Bastion couple? No, weeks I missed ago? out
0: on it. Me too. No, we. We got through a couple of them. I got the profile picture, but I just I didn't push any farther ahead. So, but again, the Overwatch one is just the same thing in and out as it has been the last few years, and it's just okay, cool. I played it. It's done. Uh, the Apex Legends one though is pretty sweet. So it's a it's a solo play event. So it's only you. You don't squad up uh, with uh, a total of three people. Uh, but the whole point of it is, it's it's a zombie focused one though. So as you all drop in, um, your goal, of course, is to kill each of the player characters. But once your player character dies, you actually respawn as a zombie version of your of whichever character it was that you picked. And you can't use any of the abilities. So if you're Wraith, you can't use any of the portal abilities. Okay. If you're Bangalore, you can't drop smoke grenades. Uh, but um, your only attack is melee. But you're really fast. Um, You still have your slide ability, your crouch slide ability. You can jump pretty far, though, too. And your whole point of it is, um, I would actually say it's take Apex Legends and it kind of mix in what Left 4 Dead became, where Left 4 Dead's end goal was to get to, you know, like a helicopter at the end. It's the same thing. as like get to an evac point. Um which of hmm. course just goes with the apex mechanic of the circle actually like, collapsing in it's like you need to get to this point here at this certain amount of time here 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 until the circle closes up and you're in there. Kind
1: of like that last man standing for Halo.
0: Exactly. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um hmm. actually yeah, that that's that's a better way to put it is yeah, like looking at the last man standing or even the zombie mode of Halo. Okay. So, but of course on a larger scale. So, I actually liked it. It was very fast. Cool. As soon as you as soon as you died, I think it was a 5 second die. respawn time. Yeah. I think it was a five we'll second a respawn time from death to actually becoming a zombie and dropping in. <laughs> Plus, once you, um, once you do die, you actually see it actually does place a marker exactly where you died at, and then any, um, any player characters, any non zombified player characters are highlighted in red. So as you're dropping down, you can actually see these just little blips of red running around, and you could aim yourself just right to land next to one of them and just take them out. Only problem though, too, oh, I- you redrop. Yeah, you re- you just constantly just re- yeah. If you die, you drop again. You die. You just you just keep dropping.
1: Can you so, leave the game?
0: Um, you can or, if you want. Okay, I didn't. know that Yeah, way. you can. You just I don't. You just don't take any XP. I think with you, I think you have to see it all the way to fruition to actually get um, all the XP that you earned. So,
1: or like how long are matches in comparison? Then, to-
0: um, I, like
1: like I would say yeah, a standard. I would say a standard
0: Apex match is about fifteen minutes. Right, and this maybe 10 minutes
1: it's even shorter yeah so oh, a little okay. shorter
0: but i found it actually pretty enjoyable it takes you back to king's canyon at nighttime, and everything of course is okay. halloween like zombied out it's pretty sweet um so yeah because those are my regular things those are out of the way link's awakening i not doing a lot of the story stuff right now i'm just trying to go around and find all the other heart pieces and the uh secret shells so i can actually get that uh sword finish that game what you need to finish that i know i do i actually just found um it's i'm just over 10 hours actually into that game and with where i'm at right now i'm literally at the final dungeon before i go and actually get that last instrument to go wake up the uh wind fish so i mean it's it's an easy weekend game it's just i've been pacing it out trying to get involved in some other stuff though too okay. so yeah i'm working secret shells because yeah, i want that sword uh super smash brothers ultimate i Got my save moved over from my uh, main Switch over to my Switch Lite, and I'm just trying to work through that Spirit's storyline again to try to unlock all the characters. I've only got maybe 20 unlocked, and there's... If you don't count the DLC, there's, what, 64 characters, I think, in (laughs) Ultimate?
1: Oh, you have got a ways to go. I do.
0: I do. (laughs) It's fine with me. I'm going to start packing this thing to work more and more now, so on my lunch break I can just bust out and go through the rest Mm -hmm. of the story to unlock them. Like, before you guys came over, I had unlocked Jigglypuff, so... Why? There's another one. that just—I didn't have a choice. It just showed sucks. up, and <laughs> j- she just showed up. It it's like, okay, you cool. want to
2: fall asleep for 15 and, seconds in the middle the fight,
0: and then, of course, to feel like I can contribute with a newer game is—I uh, have been playing Outer Wilds based on your recommendation. We, Preston.
1: we hated it. I—do you like it?
0: I like it, but uh, it took me until like just this last night to really kind of figure out exactly what was going on. Um, I know that's silly to say. So the whole point of it is that you're trying to actually save your solar system within a certain amount of time. Like uh, you only get 22 minutes to actually live before your sun goes supernova. Um, And so as you go on and you're actually going to all these different planets to learn about this alien race, um, you're actually trying to piece together exactly what it was that they're doing, which they're trying to find what's called the eye of the universe. So as you're moving through all these different planets, finding their old settlements, finding all these different pieces to their story to actually move you along, you either, of course, succumb to your own mistakes by dying, uh, whether you you crash your spaceship hard enough and the oxygen leaks out or you are outside your ship and you hurt yourself hard enough for your – your space chute to depressurize
2: or fly into the sun or I did, actually
0: thing? that's the funny part i did that first like very first time <laughs> i actually took off i kept holding that button to go up and i in part of my mind i was like okay like once i get here it'll actually tell me to go ahead and um start working on orbit no it didn't tell me anything and <laughs> right into the yeah, sun Yeah, that
1: sun seems a little too close honestly
0: <laughs> that was yeah <laughs> That I'm was like, you that be fun. Be a, yeah. A bit <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty rough when I that, that first I was like oops. Like it should be um,
1: eternally daylight everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> this is as closest as that oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> But even though you only have 22 minutes before the sun goes supernova though, is that you're um you're imbued with this time loop ability, so you're able to actually retain everything that you've done up to that point when you either die or the sun goes supernova. Like,
4: definitely- and
0: yeah, and you can actually take all that back with you. So where you start out is literally again at the very beginning of the game, where you wake up next to that campfire next to where your ship is is stationed at, ready to go. Um, so you always start there, and then um, as you go on, I mean, if you guys want to play the game you know i'm not going to really spoil anything here but as oh, no i
1: deleted it go did you? Ahead okay
0: okay <laughs> um so as a part of the story itself though is as you are waking up and you happen to see kind of that explosion in space just right over you that's actually one of the areas you have to go visit to figure out how to get to where this eye of the universe actually is so what blows up in front of you was actually caused by something that these aliens were trying to actually like prevent from happening There's even records of it saying, hey, don't use this because this is going to happen. And it's actually their scientists and engineers all talking and writing out these logs saying, this is what can happen. And sure enough, as you wake up and you see this explosion up in space above you, that's literally part of it. So because of that time loop situation, you're mixed up between when they died and um, prior to your civilization dying and visiting all of the explorers that came from your planet too, trying to learn different things. But um i do like it but it does get a little bit frustrating though trying to manipulate your character and your character's ship i feel like it controls poorly it i wouldn't say it controls poorly it's it's because of course you're in space so you have to be able to move yourself around not only in a ship using like little thrusters on the side to actually get yourself around you have to do the same thing with your player character when you're outside the ship too um it's just it's fine-tuning it and getting used to it and because I my controller is kind of broken right now I it's a little frustrating to kind of include that I, I wasn't but,
1: even talking like the space things like even just when we were messing around on the planets I thought the jumping was shit I thought we yeah trying I trying to fly that, fly that little drone thing
2: that, I, just, I just felt drunk all the time trying to yeah. fly because it was just like <laughs> Okay, well, I guess yeah, crashed i crashed it again.
0: I literally spent, I think when I first booted up that <laughs> yeah, game, I, I spent I spent half an hour trying to actually mess around with that little um, practice drone on your main yeah, planet we, we on Timber Hearth.
1: Half an hour?
0: Yeah, because I, I, I kept on crashing it, and it's like, well, if I'm going to get good at this, I better figure out exactly how to do it. So I kept on just crashing and crashing until I we finally for, figured like, it out. We were
2: there for like five, maybe ten minutes, and we're like, well. Okay. I was having fun with it. Um, Let's go to space. We're ready. Yeah. We
1: like, we almost landed that. We're ready.
2: Oh. <laughs>
0: what, I will say, universe what I will say, though, what really sucked me into it even more, though, was the music. Yes. I thought the soundtrack yes. was great. We did like the music, yes. Um, as soon as I was actually done playing that game for the first time, I went into Google Play Music, into the store, and actually looked for a couple of those songs. You haven't media s- yet,
4: though?
0: No, I haven't. Just because of the repetitiveness is that I'm going back to these same planets that I've already been on to see if there's anything else I need to get from there. Because in your ship's log, it does retain all of the different locations that you've been to and all the little things you found that connect together to make the story. And so I'm going back to all these different planets to try to find if I've missed anything. Um, Like one of them, of course, had a singularity in the center that I got sucked into. And so as soon as I got sucked into that, my ship was like a thousand kilometers away from me. And then as soon as I flipped around that singularity in a matter of, like, five or six seconds, my ship was, like, 50 meters away from me. I mean, you're floating around a black hole. So I had to go back to that planet after I had found that and found a couple different platforms to jump onto to find more uh, logs and more script to learn exactly about this, this different structure that they were working on. So there's a lot of revisiting that you do have to do, but... I think the story's great. I can agree with some of the controls being a little wonky. I just don't like these kinds
1: of games. Like, I, I've heard from many people the same thing you're saying, mm-hmm. that it's a really good open-ended exploring
0: I will, type game. What I will tell you is that the feeling drunk part, I think, actually hit me for the first time last night with the the multiple times. I've played this so well, far. You were that on vacation. weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> those, you really
1: you I were. Swear, I swear
0: those mushrooms were had nothing <laughs> to do with it. Uh, no, actually, as soon as I turned off the game last night, I, I, did, I actually felt a bit sick. Because there was one part of it, you're on an ocean planet. Um, and this ocean planet will actually throw... Um, what is like what looks like this island that you actually have to go back and visit. It will actually throw this island up into space and then the gravity of the planet itself will bring that island back down into it and put you underwater and will keep on throwing you back and forth and back and forth. And even though you yourself are not necessarily moving with it, you're walking along the, the floors and platforms no problem. Just all that background imagery just going up and down is is disorienting. Mm-hmm. So it did hit me a bit last night, so I think I need to maybe parcel out smaller amount of times uh, to actually play it each time I do.
1: Because yeah. I do want to beat it. I'm, awesome. I'm, happy, I'm happy you're having a good time with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I actually mean love it. I appreciate
0: much. the recommendation on it because you said I, it's probably one it, I'd it like. It seemed
1: I, more like a Sherman game than a yeah. pressing game. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And then... Um, it's not a Kyle game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Apparently not. Dying by dropping.
2: Yep. Yeah. So
0: that's, that's about what I got other than maybe starting up Super Mario Odyssey again on my Switch Lite. That's it.
1: Don't tease me with that. It's fun. I know. I want to play it.
3: And I get to start it tomorrow. All right. fuck (laughs) y'all.
0: It's more of my just, like, kill a little bit of time because there's, you know, luckily it's, like, where you save at, you know, I love it.
3: Right, right.
0: It's good. You'll love it.
3: I will. I'm excited for it, so. We're not talking about me? (laughs) (laughs) So... Speaking is of that God it? The and universes <laughs> <collapsing.
2: laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: So that's oh yeah, that's what we're all playing. It looks like here according to the list. So we can hop in here to it the this week?
1: yeah. We had a lot of games. Yeah, was well, two weeks of games. Yeah, it was about yeah.
0: two weeks worth. Uh, so let's hop here into the news, and of course, because we've been gone the last couple of weeks, this is culmination of some of the big stuff from the last few weeks, though, too, to go over. And first one starting off was. From Kotaku talking about the PlayStation 5 announcement, which Sony actually had to have a conference to say, yep, we're going to call it the PlayStation 5, and it's going to be released in time for holiday 2020, which is just lined up exactly with Microsoft for Project Scarlet.
3: Was there really any question about the name, though? There, <laughs> It'd be fucking dumb if they didn't. Like, I mean, I I'm waiting if for did. Yeah, the only one, one, one these, that we should have a question on the
0: name on is Microsoft's console because they went Xbox, Xbox 360, Xbox One. So right. we we don't know. Are we going to get Xbox 720? Is the next one I'm Xbox going for, Pro? Going
2: for 180. The right X.
3: <laughs> yeah. So the X. Yeah, like the original <laughs> Xbox, it's just a giant yeah. X.
0: So uh, Kotaku actually kind of gave a pretty good breakdown of everything that was announced so far with it um so yeah ps5 holiday 2020 it will have a solid state drive installed in it no mention on it if it's a user replaceable drive like it is in the playstation 4 or
3: 3 mention on size yet
0: no it just uh the only thing they said size wise is that they're going to be 100 gigabyte blu-ray discs
1: size and everything guys
0: um it's going to be able to do 4k blu-ray discs so just like the uh playstation 4 pro can um One of the cool things I liked about the announcement, though, is that now that there's such a large requirement to be able to reduce load times with installing games, they'll actually allow you to choose parcels of the games to install. So if you want to install just the multiplayer portion of a game, you can just do that. You don't have to install everything. Or if you want the story part to be installed and you say, screw the multiplayer, you can do that, too. So, they allow you to segment out exactly what you would like.
3: I, I do think it's kind of funny that people are acting like this is a new thing, though, because PC is, for some games, <laughs> has done it for quite a while. Yeah. You or, 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 and, you can,
1: and you can do the not multiplayer portion on PS4 right now, where you can just start the
3: game without updating the multiplayer.
0: Hmm. Well, that's cool. I don't know. I, don't own a pla- I haven't I don't know. owned a PlayStation it in a long nice time. It's nice to
3: be able to do it on console, but it, it isn't a new thing. So.
0: Yeah, the. Um, One of the things they've talked about that I guess they actually showed off is there hasn't been any pictures of it, but they actually did let the press hold on to a newer version of the PlayStation 5 controller, so what will probably be the DualShock 5, and it's got the uh, adaptive trigger set up in there, so that way developers can put in resistance levels on games. So if you're going back like in a game to go pull a um you know do bow and arrow, they can actually put in a level of resistance so that way if it's a certain type of bow it could be harder to actually pull it back or like push down on the trigger. Gee, I wonder
3: so. if that's for Horizon.
0: Could be. I wouldn't sure, be surprised if
3: that'd on on be the first surprised. game. Yeah. yeah the the controller's supposed to have overall more haptic feedback. So that that'll be cool to see.
2: I, I saw that and I was like okay but so am i going to play on this controller for an hour before I have to plug it in cuz I was even seeing stuff like, you know, you you'll be able to, when you're like even walking through grass and stuff, you can have a different rumble feel. Well, that's a good question the back too because of your
3: they're hands. supposed to have a, a better speaker in the com- the controller. Mhm. So, you know,
2: I mean, I love all these features, but I'm like I'm always worried about battery life, especially now that these features are getting better, and more taxing. I'm like, man. Yeah. I would almost prefer if I had the ability to purchase just a straight-up wired option. I would be okay with that.
1: you guys really care about Rumble? I don't think I've ever cared about Rumble in a single game.
2: I mean, I don't really, but the fact that it's there, it just means it's going to suck up more battery, you know?
0: I know. Or yeah. if there's a way just to straight up... Well, most games give you an option in the menu to turn off a Rumble feature if you want to. I, I don't know how much of there there is nowadays, I but... I, I'm... I'm... <laughs> How dare you? Uh, The the charging port on the controller is (laughs) changing out to a USB Type-C. Looks like there is a, uh, what is it, Bluepoint Games who did the Shadow of Colossus remake are working on a game right now too, Uh, but they haven't said exactly what. And for some reason, uh, a lot of the different... um, uh, tech sites have actually been talking about this, and they're not sure exactly why people are excited, but the like I said earlier, the solid-state drive, that seems to be the most exciting thing for people, and I don't know why. I mean, it's maybe because it's just coming to a console now, and that's great, but it just doesn't seem like that like revolutionary of a thing for consoles that, oh, hey, cool, you're getting a solid-state drive now after they've been out in the market for four or five years, at least at a cheap price. Yeah, yeah. No. Well,
3: and Project Scarlet's supposed to have one too. Yeah. So I mean, it, it's it's competing. Yeah, it so, is. It is. Uh, but to be really similar please. with Scarlet, they they have announced you know the uh, one terabyte, um, solid state. But that that's I think yeah, the thing that that bugs me about the PlayStation is that they still haven't announced what size. I I can imagine it. It hopefully isn't lower. than I a bet. Terabyte. You, I bet
0: you bare minimum is gonna have to be a terabyte because. Yeah. Um, like this is separate from the article but there has been talk about the install sizes of some of these games coming out to PC here soon so like modern warfare coming out here next week is actually going to be like 130 gigs That's install ridiculous. and it's going to be the same for red dead redemption 2 which makes me, makes a lot of sense for red dead redemption 2 for the actual size of that environment right. But for modern warfare to be that big of an install just doesn't make any sense. I mean, like even the original the or the remake of Doom that came out in twenty sixteen is like an eighty gigabyte install, mm-hmm. and so I'm grateful that Sony is going to have that segmented install option. So if you want to install the campaign stuff to the drive, you can. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe the campaign is going to be you know ninety gigs alone, and the multiplayer's ten. It's like, are you really saving that much space by just
3: But on the other side of that, it could also breathe a little bit more life, you know, or longevity into some of these games because, you know, people won't, you know, they'll they'll play the the single player game, they'll play the multiplayer, but instead of, you know, having to just up and delete the game to make space, if they still want to play the multiplayer, they have the ability to go just do that. Mm
0: So, yeah, we'll just have to see what happens. I'm the other part I'm working forward to at least with drives is that I hope that they are full on user replaceable I or user too. upgradable because you could go buy a four or five terabyte solid state drive. I mean they are they are a little pricey, but it's having that option to at least upgrade would be nice, right? So or even just stack them, like give me an extra port to throw another one terabyte drive into, right? Right. So, that would be cool. Um, hopefully, we'll get some more details on the PlayStation Five as things go on. But yeah, we. We have a name, guys.
2: <laughs> PS5. Who would have thought? Um, I did. Not in a
0: million years. Never. <laughs> so, moving on to the next one.
1: They stole my idea.
2: <laughs> damn it, Sony.
1: God damn it. I never did pay for any of this.
2: <laughs> Quick, let's get that, a patent for PS6. <laughs> <laughs> just shoot the shit out of them Quickly,
1: start claiming copyrights
0: now. Start getting those trademarks in.
2: Exactly.
0: Um, so the next one coming up, I'll preface this by saying it and you know we talk about this before we start recording um, is that we're not going to go into politics on different things here of course as you know when when trade will probably impact what it comes to, like console and video game prices and such but of course we're getting into one of those topics right now that's rather political. Uh, last couple weeks has really been blizzard and the um, ongoing issue with banning people in relation to Hong Kong. Um, so a couple weeks ago, we had a top Hearthstone player that made a comment about the Hong Kong protests, um, on a live stream. I believe it was pre like pre grandmasters for Hearthstone. And he was talking with the casters and made a comment about Hong Kong revolution and it upset blizzard enough, at least to their, uh, at least dollar wise, it upset them that they went and not only, um, Banned that player for a year and rescinded his actual winnings, which at that time I think were around ten between ten and twenty thousand dollars from what he had won. At least at that point, maybe a bit more. Um, and then they fired the two casters. So with that happening, it it just put everybody into an uproar. Uh, the number of people that were canceling their WoW subscriptions, the number of people that were uninstalling Battle.net, getting rid of their games together. I mean. Unless it was a recurring subscription, I mean, I don't really think it's going to hurt Blizzard's bottom line necessarily. But the number of players actually playing their games themselves would be a problem. Uh, this all went on. Of course, a lot of uh, calls for change. A lot of people that were actually protesting as well, too, in stream and Blizzard going on and banning them, too. Um you no, know, finally came to a head where Blizzard's president actually stepped up and made a comment that said, we're, we're going to give him his money back or he'll be able to get his money. He'll only be suspended for six months. We're going to bring the casters back after so much time now, too. Um, we feel like we were in our rights to do this. We went um, maybe we went a little too far in doing it. But in the terms and service and contract that we have with these guys, they, they knew the rules. But it was a very arbitrary. If we don't like what you're doing, we're just going to kick you very straightforward just that's it so you've even got congressmen that are actually like here like u.s congressmen who are sending letters to blizzard to say hey you need to you need to completely reinstate this guy you need to get him all of his money this needs to be effective like now can't be any sort of six-month ban um but it's pissed off a lot of people um i
1: don't know I, how you expect us to talk about this without getting it political
0: that's no that's <laughs> it, that's kind of the problem here is i, I don't want it to get political but you know everybody's got a different side to everything here, so I think out of everybody here, but like I don't know really about you necessarily, Kyle, but I know at least from Dan a lot of stuff you've talked about. You play a lot or oh, yeah. have a lot of Blizzard games.
2: Oh yeah, a lot of some, a lot of time yeah. into them. And well, <laughs> personally, I don't care enough. Like they're a company, do whatever they want. I'm still gonna. It's not like I'm gonna stop playing Overwatch because because of this. You know what I mean? Like it, it doesn't impact me to that level, and personally, I think it's a little silly that it does for anybody. But I understand it. You know what I mean? Like I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say you for if you don't want to play Overwatch or, or any Blizzard game because of this. I'm not going to say you're wrong. Personally, I don't get it, but go go for it if that's what you want to do. You know, that's what makes you feel better or whatever. You know. But so for me, I just I'm I'm torn about it because. Again, these these people who work for Blizzard, even because even though they're competitors or whatever, you know, they're just people that are good at these games that get to a pro level, and they sign some kind of contract. As soon as you sign that contract, you know better. You know what I mean? Like, there's no there's no way that they didn't know because I was actually this brings me back to even Overwatch, and it was a couple of years ago, like right when the Overwatch League started. And like the contract got out that they have to sign, and like it was crazy. Mm-hmm. But it's like these people still do it. You know what I mean? It's like you you know what you're getting into bed with. Mm-hmm. And so I can't really feel too bad for them. Like oh he lost he lost his money. He got fired. The casters maybe that was a little far because <laughs> it's like you know I didn't I didn't see the stream or whatever. So I don't really know the extent of what they contributed to this whole conversation. These casters, but but like they basically own you you know what i mean like they from the stuff i was reading for the overwatch people they can't play any non blizzard games on stream they can't even say if someone it was even to ask them hey what do you think about call of duty they can't go oh I, seen it. Hear the that sorry <laughs> <laughs> you know even like call of duty you know they someone says hey what do you think about call of duty they can't even say oh that's a good game i like it like they can't even talk about other games they can't do anything other than blizzard products And that was kind of leading to a whole idea of like, hey, these gamers, these pro gamers almost need like a union of some sort to give them some kind of protection.
0: Right. And I think I agree with your sentiments there to a point. I think part of it is that you may have signed a contract with a company. You know, and you, you've got certain obligations to meet. Like, obviously, if you're a, a pro at one game, you shouldn't be limited from playing other games, of course, though, too, just because right. of the one that you're good at and you're making money on. Exactly. But you shouldn't obviously use, like, say your stream is specifically set up to to stream Hearthstone, and that's it's set up specifically as a Hearthstone one, but you go and load up... Um, uh, what were the other card games that are out there? Like, let's say you load up Magic the Gathering their digital card game that they have out right now you know there there could be a conflict on that based on the way your stream is actually set up what i would see it though as is i think blizzard went too far in what they did they did um i would see it more as a it's like here's your contract here's what you said you know we're gonna fine you like two thousand dollars for it and you're banned for like a month you know you know it's it's got to start off small i mean obviously if you're like as a regular layman out here you know if you get a speeding ticket it might be like what, $50 to $100 for a speeding ticket, depending on exactly how fast you were going, you know, they're that, but if you, you're you speeding multiple times and you're getting yourself ticketed so many times, obviously your your penalty is going to be going up and up and up to the point that, hey, we're just not going to let you drive anymore. You know, we're taking away your license. There, right. There's there got to be certain limits on exactly how they're doing things. You can't just brute force it. And I think part of it is because China's such a large market, though, for Blizzard that they just couldn't risk losing any money whatsoever. And even, I don't know if you guys had seen that other part or not, but the marketing team for Hearthstone out of China, which is affiliated with Blizzard in one way but not, had one of their uh, messages from the Twitter competitor in China came back and said, it's like, we're here to protect China's interest interests, or we're here to protect the pride of China. And that <laughs> set off people a lot more. That it really came down to being more about the business than it did about um, just trying to stay out of politics, right, so
2: yeah, there, there definitely should have been a more gradual ramp up to these punishments, mm-hmm. and I also think yeah it's it's a it's a slippery slope for sure, you know, like mm-hmm. it was handled poorly, I think, on all parts, and I think as a result of that, it just kind of escalated to something that it didn't need to. So I mean it's, and it's unfortunate because you know like like what's going on with, with everyone else at Blizzard people are canceling their subs you know they're they're doing all this stuff so it's 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 impacting mm-hmm. them in the well, long and run.
3: there's a portion of the Chinese public that's trying to get actually Blizzard banned in China now and um, yeah like they're, all, they're
0: using May as Mei a, 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 a symbol meme yeah May is a symbol of the Hong Kong resistance and it's like oh if you've turned this one character into that from this game are you going to do that to other characters and then it's like is it easy enough for for China to just say nope sorry we're not going to let people play Hearthstone or not yeah, Hearthstone I, but uh, I think a lot of it was Blizzard
3: was trying to remain neutral by you know saying hey you can't do this you know you signed this contract so we're going to ban you you know fine you or whatever and you know they they tried to lay off a little bit mm-hmm. but it's escalated so much in so many different ways at this point that it's just become a complete. they mess. opened that can of worms for yeah, sure. Yeah. They they did. I think and they I, I of, think it's because they they didn't know how far they should go initially. You yeah. know. To, I also
2: think they didn't in their attempt to try and see neutral. how big it was going to become. Right.
3: And I, I I like I said I think the whole neutrality thing was so they wouldn't get banned in China, you know, and now the Chinese public are just like screw it, let's get them banned. Yeah. <laughs> even know? the
0: even the protests from those like within the company itself were actually uh were pretty up there too. So at Blizzard's headquarters in Irvine, California, they have an orc statue right in front of their main building, and around there, um, around this statue, like laid out in the ground, are the different core values of the company itself. And two of them, as a part of the protest, were actually like covered up by people who worked there because it felt like in conflict with what Blizzard decided to do. And those two were "Think Globally" and "Every Voice Matters." And I mean, it, obviously the most that they could do because they they can't deface company property, otherwise they lose their jobs, you know they just they tape paper over the top of them. but at least it was it was symbolic in the way it's like, here's your company values and here, here you are crumpling them up and, and throwing them out the door. So what I'm interested to see next, and this is going to be a big one is in two weeks, we got Blizzcon, 2019. Not only were we supposed to be hearing about whatever's going on with that Doom, or not Doom, Diablo mobile game, um, <laughs> um, supposedly Overwatch 2 is supposed to be talked about, um, and some other stuff, I think another WoW expansion, and um, what's going on with the Warcraft 3 remaster. There, there was supposed to be a lot of talk about that, but so far the buzz on the internet is that there are these mass protests planned for it, so. Whether or not they're just going to not do the event and they're going to do stuff online or if they're going to be pushing people out of the event because of the number of protests going on, it's it's yet to be seen. But this is their big event coming up in a few weeks, so we'll have to just be on the lookout to see what happens.
2: Yeah. It's definitely going to be interesting to see what, how it's impacted.
0: Yeah, see how they react to it, too. So, fun.
3: It would really be a shame if it only goes to like an online thing yeah with their virtual ticket yeah that that would be a very big shame especially for a lot of people because i i've had friends that have been to blizzcon and they they've enjoyed it as much as you know like a comic con mm-hmm. so i mean there there you know there is the audience for it out there and it, for for people to like i said it comes down to that that neutrality thing like they were trying to remain neutral, politically neutral, and yet yeah, it wound up as this. So, I don't know. It'll be a wait and see. <laughs> it's
0: going to be a damn shame just to see, you know, kind of how things go, but that's the nature of the beast. So, we'll yeah. just keep an eye on it and we'll bring you guys up to speed more and more as uh, stuff goes on. Uh, now, let's move on to non political level stuff here. Um, so, a news story dropped. Uh, on Wednesday this week, saying that the Outer Worlds, which will be released on f- this next Friday, was not going to be enhanced for the PlayStation 4 Pro, so no 4K there, but would be on the Xbox One X. Uh, so what was talked about was that Obsidian was going to be putting all their effort to actually give Xbox One X owners who buy this game uh, the better quality version of it, at least when it comes to the upscaling with, with 4K, with HDR. um primarily because Obsidian was just bought by Microsoft only in the last few months. So as all that went on, there really wasn't enough details. All it said was they were going to support folk 4k on Xbox one, but no enhancements for the PlayStation four pro. But of course, thanks to Brandon in our um, chat this afternoon, actually made it clear that they came back and said wrong. We are going to 100% support that. So, uh, they came back and actually clarified, saying that Outer Worlds is going to be getting an enhancement for PlayStation Four Pro. Um, I mean, do all of you own Xbox One Xs or even PlayStation Four Pros?
2: I don't own either Pro or an X. I don't own oh, okay. either. I have an X.
0: Okay. Are you? I mean, do you? i really been interested push... in
2: Outer Worlds to begin with, so right. <laughs> it was something I was going to skip anyway. So I, I hadn't really kept up too much on, but I mean, you know.
0: But it is one it is one thing, I guess, to think about that. At least they've gone back and clarified it, though, because this game has been in development before Microsoft actually bought the company in the first place. Is these companies that do make games for all these different platforms, whether it's you know just across the entire gamut of the of the gaming world, that if they are getting bought up by the uh, console makers, are they going to start limiting that feature set to be able to try to move people over to that? their their home turf uh, i don't know i don't think we've seen really any of that as of late but this was just kind of an example of such um because everybody that sony's been buying up so far has been really publishing for sony
2: yeah i mean the exclusives are one thing but i i'm glad that they're they were said that hey we're, we're actually going to be supporting the same for, for ps4 i mean that's only fair mm-hmm. when it comes it to it comes down to, to it, since it, it was probably
1: being developed before the actual buyout Right, they, they probably had no choice. I would think. I don't know. I don't know what the rules are, but I would think that. Yes, very happy. Yeah. So, <laughs> I'm reading this a little <laughs> bit more <laughs> here. Fuck about so, <laughs> I, I'm fucking people whined about your stupid ass 4K. God, you guys are a bunch of bitches. Just play the fucking game. Yeah, I mean, if you're getting it's the game be to ugly p- anyway, <laughs> it fucking matter? if you're getting, yeah, if you're getting the game, you
0: know, obviously you're getting it to play it. Quality's one thing too, so yeah. Uh, moving on. Bunch of bitches. <laughs> Next story here from Kotaku, and this was actually announced last week. Is Doom Eternal has been delayed to March.
1: Yay! One what? Have, that's one last game I have to
2: play this year. <laughs> I'm with Dan, man. As long as they take their time, I don't go fuck. Take as long. as you Yeah, can. and I'm. When I saw this, I was. That's the mindset I have now. It's like you see games get rushed all the time and they come out in their giant turd boxes. And it's like people just need to be a little more patient, like just chill the fuck out, play something else for a couple more months, let them get it, iron out what they need to. Yeah, and it's going to be a better product as a result and you're going to enjoy it more. And so I, I'm, I'm always happy when I see this. You know, Fire Emblem this year got pushed back a couple months glad they did. I'm well, not processing. always
1: happy, but... I,
2: I mean, yeah, if you're excited for something, it's, it's a bummer, but it's never like, hey, we're pushing it back just because. You know what I mean? Like, there's always a reason for this pushback.
1: Well, yeah, I would, like, if it switches developers or some shit, then you know you got a problem. Yeah. <laughs> like, Duke Nukem. <laughs> <laughs> <Sorry>. Oh, God. <laughs> or Aliens or some shit where it's like, uh-oh, this thing's been passed around. Then you know you got a problem. But, yeah, I'm with you on Doom. That's... Take your time. I don't give a there shit. There was clearly okay.
2: something up with it that needed a little more ironing out, and I'm glad they're taking the time to do it versus giving us a half-assed product that everyone would have just bitched about more mm-hmm. than they would be if they just waited a few more months and it came out better. Yeah. We got Outer Worlds in 4K to hold us over. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> even, even <on> <laughs> yeah. Even on PS4. Well, yeah. I'm not
0: playing on PS4. It's free on Game Pass, so, so i try it on Game Pass. Yeah. Um, I... Right there with you guys too. I mean, I'm I'm upset that it got delayed, but there's at least a good reason behind it, though, that they want to deliver the best experience because Doom played so well. That I was such bananas. a great game.
1: We're missing all these. Like, this is gonna be a really shitty holiday for games. Yeah, because you got, got Star Wars. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Outer um, uh, are you uh, not listening? We got.
0: Let's see. We got Outer Worlds, Modern Warfare, Death Stranding. Uh, yeah, Star Wars. <laughs> Wake what me up when else? Is you name there? a good
2: game. <laughs> That's really it. That, I can't even think uh, of a December yeah. title.
0: I wonder if it things are just so light up. because of leading up to the next console launches. I wonder if it's like, we're just putting all of our resources here. I, I, think I don't know. Possible. Possible.
1: Take your time.
0: Yeah. So.
1: Ooh, Travis, this one's for you. Look at this one.
0: This yeah, the next, nice. the next story here, because every week I, I always <laughs> keep on including this about <laughs> cloud gaming. Um, I included this stuff here because they actually put in a launch date for it, so this one comes from TechCrunch, and this is talking uh, Google Stadia actually has an official launch date of next month, November 19th. Uh, I put this on here kind of more as a reminder, not necessarily that they're just going to launch it, but a couple other things that have come out about it, though, that are a little more annoying um, about Stadia itself. So I really want to get Stadia. Uh, My entire environment is set up for Google. The only thing I don't have is one of the newer Chromecasts. The problem that was just, or one of the things that they just put out there recently about the Stadia controller is that it does require, if you're not using it on a Chromecast, if you're using it on your phone or a computer, you have to have it wired in. The whole point of the Stadia controller was to be able to work over your Wi-Fi network to actually send all the different commands out to be actually able to play these games. And they're making it a requirement now that it has to be plugged in. And then there's no immediate Bluetooth headset support on it either. So you have to use a wired headset, which fortunately it does have a three-and-a-half millimeter headphone jack on it. But there's no support for USB Type-C headphones. There's no support for Bluetooth headphones as of yet. So there, there's a lot of things that this is coming out with that the standalone consoles you know, have already figured out, at least as of day one. I mean, say for Microsoft um, until their second gen of the Xbox One controller having Bluetooth in it. But, um, you know, they keep on announcing games for it that all the other systems are getting. And I'm starting to – I want to get it. I really do want to check out Stadia because I like the concept of being able to of, – of just that. But you've got Project X Clouds beta coming out this next month. Um, there's still PlayStation Now out there too. Um, I don't know. It just seems like they're they're half assing their release.
2: It really does. Like you, you, even as you were talking about all these new things, that I'm like, they had to have known when they were developing this. However long ago they started developing it, that they were going to suddenly at the very end be like, oh, I actually need to be plugged in for the controller and everything. And I'm like, it's just it just seems so shady. It mm-hmm. just seems so unfinished, mm-hmm. and it just. It makes me even more nervous than I already was. I mean, I, I wasn't going to pick it up to begin with because I don't have as much interest as you do, but it just seemed like they weren't really ready, and I feel like it's going to be pretty disappointing.
0: Yeah, because I think xCloud's beta starts either like the same day or within around the same time period as Stadia's launch, and Cloud's only going to have like four or five games on it, but you can use either an Android or a uh, iOS device. You can, you have to use an Xbox one controller because or at least one of the newer ones, cause it's got Bluetooth in it. And as long as your Microsoft account is set up, you're, you're set to play. And both, I mean, Brandon uh, was saying there in chat that he's, he actually got the invite into the beta. So he'll be able to try it out and give us some feedback as to how things are going with it. Um, and then I got another friend who got his beta invite as well too. So, you can at least get some good feedback on it there, but as time goes on, as much as I wanna like Stadia and as as good as it looks, it just doesn't look like it's gonna deliver in the short term to to be a great service. So I think I might just wait to see how X Cloud's beta goes and then maybe that'll end up being the final product to go with. I don't know, cloud gaming is getting to be a hell of a busy space right now, and the only people who seem to have a good handle on it are the actual console manufacturers. Yeah. So Keep an eye out on that one, and of course, hopefully, no cloud gaming news next week. Because I apologize for bringing that up so much. I, new tech, new I tech, don't man. Care. Yeah, I, don't care. <laughs> I have no problem. It's all it's all new tech. That's. Uh,
1: I know you're super excited for it.
0: I love the tech, man, but I don't know. We'll just I'll wait. So there's a cat in the room. There is a cat. Hi, Raya. Um. Any other news, guys, outside of the stuff I got posted here?
2: I saw something kind of interesting, but it's more just for me, but I'll say it anyway. Go for it. Um, Starbreeze, Ooh, Star- <laughs> <laughs> uh, Starbreeze is a Swedish company, and um, they had some financial um, a meeting, and they had anticipated a, a huge growth in 2022 and 2023 as a result of Payday 3. I'm excited for that. Mm. That was it.
0: So we're,
1: so a payday. Is this payday. Cause of payday or because you're Swedish? Payday. <laughs> <laughs> <the fuck> <laughs> I can't talk when you fucking laugh, man. <laughs> fuck. Oh shit, oh. that was good. God damn, Kyle, that's funny.
2: <laughs> payday three, huh? Yep. I like Pay 2. It it's one of the games, because I checked my Steam, because I played it mostly on PC, I have, like, like 1,300 hours in that game.
3: Wow. Good
0: lord. I have an
2: insane amount of time in that game. Yeah,
1: he didn't like when we first played, because he's trying to do it all quiet. Yeah, I'm I've like, only got, oh, like... Went- <laughs> and I shoot through the window. <laughs> I'm trying to do bank job stuff, and he's like,
2: you mean I don't shoot my unsilenced pistol in the air i don't ju-
0: you don't just run in and start shooting
1: <laughs> i shot through the bank teller window <laughs> i wasn't even in the bank yet <laughs>
0: yeah, i just i just looked i've only got nine hours in that game like, I like, like, 13 or I only, i've i only played it locally like well no i i mean the online it's side really it. Fun I only play with it people. yeah it's a
2: blast
0: yeah it's really cool but i guess so they're predicting payday three then so 2022, assumption 2022, is that it's going to be out sometime in the next year then?
2: The 2022 or 2023, so. <laughs> another couple years. It's actually three or four years away, but I don't, know, I don't know why they announced it so early, but they were like, hey, it's coming. Oh,
0: you you, you, it dry, you drive up
2: all the anticipation so for that. it. That's yeah. the big part. I just
1: knew he was trying so hard to get stealth the whole way. I'm like, let's go. Well, and okay, everything. we're playing
2: on the hardest difficulty, and we're level one. Oh, so gee. it's like, we're going to get our asses handed to us. He's like, "Now we got this. I'm like, you're a son of a bitch. <laughs>
1: They used to do that shit in Far Cry too. Like, I'd take us up in a helicopter and I would just bail <laughs> and make them fucking figure out something to do in the back seat. Hey guys, why are we
2: dropping elevation so quickly? <laughs> and
1: Zach was just looking. He's like, What the hell's going on? And he looks up and I'm not in the front seat. And he goes, Where the fuck are you? <laughs> I was like, You better
2: get that helicopter. What,
0: what happened was that Preston watched Point Break. Before that, and watch like the bank robbing scene in there, and then instead of just going in all nice and casually, just ran right in, jumped up on a table, and started shooting.
1: I don't know why anybody plays the video game with me. I love to do (laughs) stupid shit to see if I get away with it. Pretty good shit there. I like payday Yeah, I like that you're Swedish too. So I'm not
2: (laughs) not Swedish, but good try. Which one are you? Swiss. That's the same (laughs) thing. It's got that SW. You might also be from Swahili. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Well, then
0: that's it for the
1: news. (laughs) You guys are laughing at me like it's not real.
0: All right. Well, that's it for the news. So let's move on to our weekly topic.
3: Mmm.
1: top i'm pissed at all you guys
3: video game (laughs)
1: protagonists do okay we need to clear it's not just like this is character like development and shit like has a good story arc correct not just your favorite protagonist in a video game not otherwise i would have thought mario or something would have been on this but mario has no story so we don't give a fuck about him Mm -hmm. So I'm pretty excited for this, guys, because I'm going to yell at all of you <laughs> for like the next 45. What,
0: what Preston is clearly upset for right now is that none of us listed Banjo Kazooie as our top one.
1: That is horseshit. <laughs> I really did think about Banjo Kazooie, man. Like, but
0: he doesn't really have much development except like the abilities that
1: they get as they go on. I actively but hate Kazooie too. Like if we let's get into it, man. That fucking yes. bird's a piece of shit. <laughs> I was gonna say you're gonna He's count an him as annoying little shit. I yeah, was, to knock him the fuck out. Yeah, I was gonna
0: say, Preston, you're gonna consider Banjo Kazooie as just like one protagonist since you I have would, to carry nah. Kazooie around. Okay, I
1: would, yeah, but she just fucking well, she was, youts at everyone. that Doesn't even the person's like, here, hold down this button and we'll go, yeah. and you can run up the hill. She's like, yeah, I got that, dumbass. And I'm like, fuck you, bird boy. <laughs> so the so the only time that
0: Preston can go ahead and separate out to talk about banjos, we're talking about Diddy Kong Racing. That's it. I, that's the only thing you can really do because they don't separate out at any other point in time
1: what are you talking oh I never played Diddy Kong Racing what oh I'm man that's the one game I haven't played alright Travis let's see if we can name any games you haven't played is there cookie crumbs in my pen <laughs> what the hell what the fuck was in there <laughs> <laughs> hold on there's some sort of cookie in my pen do you, oh, do you need
0: do you need a different pen
1: no I got it you I sure I wrote everything down alright we're good to go okay You guys ready? Honorable mention, this surprisingly came in last place. (laughs) Travis.
0: Fuck me, right? Yeah,
1: Captain Price from Call of Duty. What the fuck? (laughs) Explain yourself to me, because this is the dumbest fucking choice I've ever heard. And I'm pretty pissed at you, because I think you're putting him high on your fucking list, Kyle. (laughs)
0: See, see, Kyle... No, Kyle, Kyle okay, Kyle, Kyle
1: okay. Kyle, you made the top ten somehow because you're a fucking insane person. And he's, like, number five five or something on Sherman's list. Like, he's high on the list.
0: <laughs> I'm going to bring Explain up my yourself, list. Explain <laughs> yourself, you fucker.
1: So you give me one good reason why he should even oh, be yeah, he was on number this five. fucking thing.
0: Ah! Why? <laughs> so... Obviously, I don't know how the character's actually going to be fleshed out in the remake of Modern Warfare, so I was looking at Call of Duty 4, um, Modern Warfare, and then Modern Warfare 2 and Modern Warfare 3. Um, I just, you don't
1: even play him in 4! You play Yeah, so- you do. No, you, you play so- Soap!
0: Yeah, you play as him in 4. I mean, specifically, the only mission you play him in as is the uh, Chernobyl mission, when you're going around, sneaking around and sniping. That's him.
1: Fuck you. Dumb. <laughs> I'm not giving you one mission. You play as Soap in Call of Duty 4. You do. You do.
0: He, he is Hattish. kind of a... He is, kind, he, is, <laughs> he is a secondary protagonist, so nuts. You're not wrong on that one. No, I just... You know, i be perfectly honest with you. Um, I'll preface <laughs> this. Pre, I'm going to preface this by saying... Yeah. I'm going to preface this... <laughs> Fuck you guys. That's
1: right. You're having a hard time telling me a reason because it's a fucking dumb pick. That's why. God damn this pick. <laughs> <laughs> I can't just jump up
0: on it. I'm a little bit of hot water here because as soon as we started talking about this before we even started recording... Preston and Dan, I guess, have been talking about this off to the side. It's like, you know who he's going to pick? He's oh, he's yeah, gonna pick we. Captain we, Price. We guessed jokingly,
2: <laughs> jokingly guessed your entire list. And then when it turned out to be true, <laughs> I texted Preston faster than I've texted anyone in my entire <laughs> life with, ha- with,
1: fingers, <laughs> with, with
2: so many capital hahas. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, I don't even. I played all of them. I, I, he's fine. I don't understand anything you think that's great about him, though, that would stand out as a top protagonist in your head. What is
2: it? What makes him a hero?
0: What makes him a hero? Yeah. I think a lot of it... did he
2: betray you at some point?
0: No, he didn't betray... No, he didn't betray you. So in Modern Warfare 2,
2: what ends up occurring
0: is that he ends up killing this U.S. general or U.S. colonel, someone with a higher rank there. He ends up killing him alongside Soap. Um, and then that leads into the events of Modern Warfare Three, where uh, Price and Soap end up be, being considered like terrorists, and you actually have to go out and hunt for them in um, in Modern Warfare Three in like one part of the storyline. Um, and then Soap in that part of the storyline actually has to go and break Price out of a gulag in um, Russia, and they didn't even realize that's who they were going after. They figured he was actually dead. Was so that
1: gulag food.
2: It's gulag. That's gulag. Goulash. <laughs> okay I'm just in this I bowl think... of soup guys <laughs> just
1: throw oh. him in a bowl of soup you stay in there think yeah. about what you did
2: <laughs> don't you know you're supposed to blow on it first <laughs>
1: <laughs> thank you I couldn't think of that word I was like isn't gulag food
0: <laughs> you know I thought I, I gotta tell you guys right now I thought I actually had a pretty, ex- pretty good explanation as to why he made my list um a lot of it kind of went back to thinking about that only mission that you actually played with him as, but I looked at him more as just a supporting protagonist and how um, I guess more from the military side of things anyway, is just uh, his experiences um, that you learn about going on through the games itself, um the tell sniper me, tell mission, me, where, tell me, tell the thing is like, you guys have got me so flustered right now, I'm John blanks. <laughs> I'm fucking everything, I fucking hate
1: you guys for it, I'm sorry well he's only honorable mention, so it's not like you have to no, that's fine. Like, he's not going to make it anyway. It's yeah. okay. So just, just carry on. It's Fuck not me. Even Carry that he's, on. It's not even that he's bad. It's just that you put him in top ten, and I'm like, you're a piece of shit. <laughs> Which our other I'm, honorable mention. Kyle, I was with you, man. These guys are a bunch of assholes not voting for Marcus Phoenix. He's a good guy. You. He's a good fucking guy. Yeah. I don't think you voted for him either, to be honest. He was at the bottom of my list. He was on the bottom of your list too pretty well. What? Low. Yeah, no you, it wasn't yeah, he's pretty Oh no, that's that's a different one. No, you Oh yeah, you have high. Up top. Up. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah, mine was
0: yeah, I had him at the very bottom. Where'd you have him
1: at? Let me look. Uh Dan had him like number eight. Yeah, he had him pretty low. And then since Travis gave him no points, he didn't make it. Which is uh yeah, I, I think i odd number that four. you don't that you think commander or you think <laughs> Captain Price <laughs> Deserves eight points or whatever. High up on your list. The the level of self And Marcus se- Phoenix The level of self nothing.
0: doubt the level of self-doubt that I am going to be going to bed with tonight because of you guys that I'm just going to dwell on and not be able to sleep on until we Marcus come back Phoenix to this next goes podcast. goes through
1: shit, man. All right? He loses his fucking best friend. He'd kick him out of the- he, gets- he starts out in prison. Yeah, like, like come on, motherfucker. You're going to kick some ass. He's like, fuck, yeah, I'm going to kick like,
3: some ass. you're in the military. You're out of the military. You're in prison. Guess what? We're going to rescue you from prison because you're going back in the military. <laughs> you're, getting you're back in the shit, man. That's some shit right there. And
1: they have to kill all, this, they, fucking, all his best friends are fucking dying. Pretty anybody, much, yeah. yeah. Anybody you think you like, those like, well, don't like them. They're going to be dead in fucking two acts. Oh, man, he goes through some shit. I can't tell you everything he goes through because it's in five. And he's no longer a protagonist at that point, I guess. He's just a Well, guy. JD's his son, right? Well, fuck yeah. that kid, okay? Well, yeah. That he, guy's annoying.
3: I, I figure... He, I'm he, hoping he dies. No, I... <laughs> shit. You got to give Marcus some credit because his son's a piece of shit. Ew.
1: Man... He's just a fucking badass. Man, he man. gets the short end of the stick. But he, but he always like keeps pushing forward through the mission, like he's like really that cog in the machine of war. kind of Yeah. Thing. Like they, I think they do a really good job of. He's making just him like back.
3: so jaded. He's just like ah, fuck it, whatever. He
1: is, he's just a huge <laughs> badass. Like there's one scene in five where the new guys are talking shit. Like how are we gonna do this? We're gonna. They're coming in. We're not gonna do anything. He goes. We need to do something else. And Marcus just goes, "What's your name?". He's like Kai. He goes, "Kai." Shut the fuck up. <laughs> and, and he's like, he just hands him a gun. He's like, get your shit together, bro. And I'm like, yes! This guy fucking loves it. And they fucking kill a worm from the inside out. Marcus is a badass dude. And I, I have him low on my list. Like at number eight-ish, somewhere around there. Seven, eight. Because he's got a little bit of
3: story. But in the end, he's just a military guy to me. But Very true. Very true. But he's better than Captain Price. Yes, he
1: is. <laughs> is it everything? <laughs> like, Captain Price! <laughs> <laughs> Although I think there are much better picks than Marcus Meanie's because I think he is just the generic I'm a badass. That yeah,
0: was I'm why a, that was why he was just, yeah. cliche. Yeah. That dude. was why he was lower on my list was exactly because of that. Is he was a decorated member of the military. He did something stupid and ended up going to jail for it, just great. And then he was bro- like you say, he was broken out and Great, now he's a part of the war machine again. That's it was Is he just talking was about pre-
2: Marcus Phoenix or Captain Price right now. Oh!
1: are <laughs> really talking about here. I think
0: we got a title for this episode now. Fuck Captain Price.
1: <laughs> I really think that should be the title. <laughs> like,
0: or fuck. why Captain Price with question mark exclamation point question mark?
1: Damn, and like even in five, like I don't want he some shit happens, like it even builds on the character even more. Now it's a choice you can make. But I decided to choose it just to piss off Marcus because I like him and I wanted to see what he was going to do. <laughs> and I was like, let's see what happens here. Yeah, that's, uh, I enjoy him. I would have put him in the top ten, but I understand why he doesn't make it. Which takes us to number ten. And you motherfuckers. You, Kyle, and you, fucking Sherm. So Daniel Fortescue is way fucking better than what you guys are giving him credit for. Talk about a fucking story of redemption. I'm going to tell you about Sir Dan. All right? First of all, this takes place in Galomir. He is a... He's dead. All right? Because the sorcerer, Zerok, led his forces against the good guys, who Daniel Fortescue is the leader of. He dies on the first charge in this giant fight. He gets shot through the fucking eye with an arrow. But he gets a legend built around him that he was the hero that stopped Zerok. But he wasn't. He was a coward. He died. He was... A piece of shit who fell on the first charge. The whole game is you redeeming your name by just defeating Zerok and becoming the hero that you were. And there are these two shit talking gargoyles who know the truth that release you from your death because Zerok raises the dead, and you get ri- and you get risen too. I think it was an accident. I don't think he meant to bring you back. It doesn't matter. You do not give a fuck. And these two shit and you walk out of your your um, your cemetery thing, and these two shit talking gargoyles are talking to you the whole fucking time, like, oh look who it is. Is the little guy who can't fucking even avoid one arrow you dumbass and they're just talking shit to him the whole time and each level you go through you have to uh, if you find the chalice you go back to the thing called the hall of heroes and it's filled with actual heroes and they'll give you a weapon or whatever but they're talking shit to you too in the beginning of like you, you're nothing like, you don't even you, you don't sh- deserve to be yeah, here you're like, you don't deserve to be in the hall of heroes you can't shine my shoes, you little motherfucker but by the end of it after you've redeemed yourself and you've fought your way back to glory and honor. They accept you in the Hall of Heroes. They give you a cup of grog, my friend. And you drink, it and it just... You don't have a jaw, so it just pulls down your goal. It's pretty fun he's to watch. To take a grog shower. Yeah, it's pretty much what he does. <laughs> but he gets to redeem himself and save everything. It is a great story of fucking redemption. He is such a badass. And he's also extremely lovable because he's dumb and he... He like tries to make witty comebacks to everybody who's talking shit to him. But he didn't have a lower jaw, so he doesn't you can't actually hear understand anything he says. Usually he usually just mumbles at him. So you kinda have to figure out what he's trying to say about. this <laughs> <laughs> is really cool. And like his eyes fall out and shit and he has to pick them up. He's such a cool fucking character. There's nothing bad about him. I did have a I did have him high on my list because he's my favorite character, so I was a little biased. But you guys didn't give him no fucking respect. He has a fucking story, unlike Captain Price and the next fucking three that we're going to get up to. He was
2: was middle of the pack for me.
1: It was low middle of the pack for you. (laughs) (laughs) You motherfucker, you should have had him higher too. So
0: the the thing is, is that Preston's making it clear that while Kyle and I are in the shit right now, you're just starting, you're just hovering. You're You're just right there.
1: I have a little respect for him. You and you. It's like you didn't even fucking look at who he was.
0: don't worry i'll I'll just go ahead and save the tr- so kyle let me go ahead and j- i'll just take all that over here okay because of oh uh, the so cap and pricing i'll just take all and of it okay, the, okay. Ah, i'll
1: save you some of the trouble all right easily be in the fucking top six or five and you fuckers have him in number 10 oh because all you ever play is call of duty <laughs> fuck you look at this you dumb bitch <laughs> who put that in there Somebody put you dumb bitch that, Captain Price. That was me. That was me. That was more of a reminder. You put you Man
0: Oh shit.
1: Like next Friday, Dan, you're coming over. I'm gonna play the whole game right in front of you. Don't give a fuck. We're gonna sit there and you're gonna love him.
2: Well isn't it when does it come out?
1: Twenty fifth, next Friday.
2: Oh, okay. Actually well
1: Yeah, I think so. Then let's yeah.
0: then let's do this. Hold on. Before we continue on with the rest of the list, what if we do this then? So we're gonna have to record the next podcast on Friday, because I am pretty well engaged on Saturday and Sunday with some things, so I can't record.
1: Do you no, guys wanna stream letting, on Friday? I'm not letting you fucking watch him. You don't appreciate him. <laughs> you don't fucking get his honor. You don't get his story of redemption <laughs> and fucking going from nothing back to the fucking I'm... tippy top of the ladder of heroes where they are like, yes. This is the guy. I'ma give him my weapon I'm, because he knows what the fuck to do with it. I'm just making a recommendation, it's my hammer, so but you take it because you're gonna squish some motherfuckers with it. You dumb <laughs> fuck picking someone else over <laughs> Sir Daniel Fortescue. You don't appreciate him. Ah he's so good. Oh god. I can't even tell you how fucking mad I am on YouTube. <laughs> can't even look at him, Kyle. Did you even look? I did. It's, I did. I don't think you did because you put someone else higher. A few people higher that do not belong above Sir Daniel his If he had made five, I would have said a fucking word. i like, dude, I get it. It's just a basis, kind of a basic story of redemption, but it's told so well. Okay, he's only number five, not number one. Whatever. You're wrong about that. That's fine. But you guys didn't do that, did you? You fucking gave him zero points. Oh, I hate you. Okay. I got my... I feel a little bit better. <laughs>
0: In case scary. anybody couldn't tell, Preston was really, I was really mad about that. Like, I, cannot <laughs> yeah. even, like, I, I think
3: this has been brewing the entire time. Hasn't yeah, it? I oh, beat yeah. the shit I out know. of my dogs for this. I hope you guys are happy. <laughs> I didn't really beat my dog. Yeah. Side note, that did not
1: happen. First of all, you can't hurt Hayes. He's we insane.
3: don't condone animal abuse. Yeah, we do not.
1: <laughs> well, if they put Sir Daniel at number 10, then I condone... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: shit.
1: Okay. God damn, I'm still so fucking mad. Alright, number nine. I can't. Ah! This is what makes me (laughs) mad. And then you motherfuckers, number nine is Commander Shepard from Mass Effect. What the fuck? Are you kidding me? He is the most boring fucking character in that whole goddamn series. Everyone else is cooler than him, and he's a make your choice character. I cannot. Ah! Explain it to me, Sherm. Explain it how he is better than Sir Daniel. Hmm.
0: Man. Just calm
1: down. It's like you guys don't even pay attention.
0: <laughs> I'm curi- I'm curious to know where you guys ranked it at then.
1: I had him at number ten. <laughs> one you- position lower. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh, Where'd you guys no, end up actually, with him at number Actually I had though? him
0: at eight. Okay.
1: I had him at number eight.
0: Okay, so right exactly. Okay. No 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 or, number no, nine. He's, he's,
1: actually okay. I had him exactly where he is. Yeah, okay. So where you guys but very- you had him at the number you had, I had him the number the best
2: one. character yeah. He was the very bottom for me. Yeah, he was very
0: top for mine.
1: How is he the top? Explain it to me. Oh, man, look what happened to my mic.
0: Did you (laughs) fuck up your microphone (laughs) and your No,
1: I was... ah. Hi, guys. Okay, so explain it to me.
0: I think the fact is that it's not just linear progression of a character that's already built out, and you're hearing all the different cutscenes of how they're developed. You're actually contributing to the development of that character you have. (laughs) several different paths you can go on you can either remain completely neutral throughout the course of the game you can go renegade or paragon to actually develop out how things go the relationships with all the different characters are built up based on that so you're actually developing that character into the protagonist that he is now granted mass effect is always going to end the way it's going to end um it's always going to get you to that exact same point but you're there doing the development of that protagonist, regardless of it being just generic Commander Shepard, regardless of what first name you give him or her or how they look. You know, it, it really be- comes down to being your protagonist, yours, because you make all those decisions for it. And for everybody that plays Mass Effect, it's going to always be different for them. You know, you can go straight that way, straight that way, whichever. That's why he was number one for me is because I think – Nothing against any all like any of them at all, because quite except okay, Captain Price, we'll put that out there. But I think quite literally for like everybody else on this list, though, I had no problems with anybody else whatsoever, and there were a lot of challenges. But I put Commander Shepard at number one because again, he was your protagonist. He wasn't just a go here, go here, go here.
1: All the choices you make for him though are boring. It's the impact on the other people, what they think, is what. Becomes the interesting. He's an adult coloring book of these characters. Like he, they just give you the thing. Like okay, just fill in the fucking edges. Color him red if you want. I don't give a shit. He is so lifeless in everything. I think there's no there's no soul in those eyes. I've never <laughs> seen Shepherd smile. I guess that's or anything. Like he's that would just explain so his dancing. Forward.
0: That would explain his dancing when you actually take him out there to one of the nightclubs and you just stand him out there and he's just yeah, doing he this just, little shimmy. He, he doesn't have in
1: those eyes, man. I can see part of that. I don't know. I think he's boring as hell. Damn I really, I, I really enjoyed
0: the three Mass Effect games. I didn't play Andromeda, of course, cause it wasn't in there anyway. But
2: shit, mm, luck no, out I, there, yeah, didn't you?
1: I, I enjoyed. Thank God you didn't. You probably would have had one of them as number one. <laughs>
2: <laughs> There's been that wobbly NPC that's coded wrong. It's my best person. I'm gonna say. <laughs>
0: No, I had I had uh, in my other list. I had Bolt as my number one. Okay, oh, from God. Bolt the video. Dude, game. I would
1: have voted for you. <laughs> That's against the no. rules, though. That he That's, came from something else. There, there you go. That's otherwise Bolt would be our number one. There you one. go. <laughs> <laughs> as we all know, I, I let me have tell set... you the story of Bolt, Daniel. <laughs> 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 uh, Kyle, you had him pretty low too. Like, thoughts on this dumbass?
3: I don't know. I I, I felt you like you tell me why he's better than Sir Daniel Fortescue because you had because three. of the way he affects the other characters. But um, I I think that's mostly it for me. Um, I, I don't know. I, the I I just couldn't get into Sir Dan. I that and the fact that he's got he's got the one. Your Sir Dan has one game. Two, two. Okay, two,
1: three. Yeah. If you count
3: PlayStation. Oh my stars. God. <laughs> Okay,
1: and he rolls his head at you. He takes his
3: head off. Okay, I'm just and giving it up it now. You okay, like a fucking PlayStation, PlayStation All Stars was crap. Oh, I hated that oh, game. How oh, dare, I dare you? I hated
0: that game. <laughs> that would have turned that PlayStation oh All Stars reboot discussion right <laughs> into a uh, into a fucking bloodbath. So we had a discussion several episodes ago about bringing PlayStation All Stars back, and you would have probably been dead by the time we finished that discussion
3: if that's how you feel.
1: You hate it? I,
3: I didn't like it. I'm sorry. Tune in yeah. next week when we're getting someone new. <laughs> right? It doesn't matter <laughs> if you came to game nights.
1: You son of a bitch. <laughs> Man, I... I'm not even going with Medieval 2's story to make Sir Daniel cool. That one's not even that good. It's one. It's <laughs> one where it's at. It's so cheese. Oh, <laughs> ah, fine. Commander Shepard... Not in any fucking way, but whatever. There's no. Sir Daniel makes you laugh. Does Commander Shepard make you laugh? No. 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 He doesn't. He saves the same universe. I saved a village. It's the same fucking thing, man. Does he put his head on top of a little hand and let it crawl around everywhere? No. Does he do that? (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, man. Sir Daniel's charming. Commander Shepard is a lifeless husk of a human being.
3: Okay. Maybe I should have put him at the bottom of my
1: list. I'm yeah. Sorry, Sir Daniel's made it to number nine. Did you guys hear that? <laughs> it's okay. The next three were actually a three-way tie. Oh, so, really? So, so number eight. I'm also mad at you for this. You too. And you. All of you, <laughs> Master Chief. Number eight, Master Chief. Okay.
0: Do you want me to go into this because he was the yeah, one I go. put up there? Okay, no, so,
1: actually, wait. What you say, You had him lower than Price.
2: <laughs> <laughs> he was right in the middle for me, smack in the middle of six.
1: Yeah,
0: because like I said, the one, like the, this is the way Talked it came down. Is that you guys put out your choices, and there are a lot of other things. It's mostly play. because of
2: the last game where he's finally like because he missed his Cortana, and he's like, okay, this is finally where he's become his own person now. So he's actually grown. But as, five sucks. As, hmm, so. It's not about gameplay. It's not best gameplay.
1: <laughs> it's part of it, man. <laughs> he doesn't put his head on the wall.
2: You didn't really <laughs> learn.
1: Jesus. I think that...
2: So he's finally like become attached to something, and this something is now gone. And not yeah. only is it gone, but it's corrupted. Well, it's- and now he's like, I've got to save her. Yeah, and he has a- this it- new motivation that is driving him, and he doesn't give a shit about anything. Yeah. But basically, any of the other games, because everything else he's been ordered to. And now he's finally had enough to go after Cortana. And he's like, I'm ignoring orders now. So the fact that he has suddenly changed and it, it shows this immediate growth of a character where he's finally becoming his own person instead of just a Spartan soldier.
0: Yeah. And then if you even get that outside, was the reason I had a if you even get outside the games though, too, like the actual stories that they built up, like fall of reach was a great book um, that le- that actually shows like him as a child and being taken away by the UNSC to actually be developed into a Spartan, and him going through the process of all the augmentations, and seeing all these people or all these other kids that couldn't be augmented that ended up like suffering, and um, him becoming an actual leader and guiding these people on the missions, and then um, the actual failure that did end up occurring on Reach, you know, with with him trying to do what he was doing. Um, because in Halo 1, you didn't get a lot of the protagonist side of things other than just someone faceless who was going around shooting. You know, Halo 2 kind of worked on that because he lost Cortana first there to Gravemind. And then you get Cortana back in 3, and then she's already semi-corrupted. And then Halo 4, <clears throat> Halo 4 she ends up um, going off with uh, whatever – it's not a prophet. I can't remember the actual Forerunner's name, but ends up going off him. And then, yeah, ends up being a complete problem in 5. So you're absolutely right. The the progression is all the way up there, and I think 5 was definitely the best part. But even pre-Halo, with all the different books that have come out, I think he was pretty well fleshed out, too.
1: He has the best defense I've ever heard in my life. That was fucking amazing. No, it wasn't. You, you're no, sarcastic you, motherfucker. No, you actually, I'm like, I'm not even mad at Master Chief <laughs> right now. For for your, but I didn't know any of that because I didn't read the books, I didn't read the comics, or anything like that. I didn't so read. So I, I, I was only going off the games. Yeah. So,
0: because yeah, because like his. So I thought
1: there was no progression in character no. until like you said five, but to me that's like giving the mountain all this emotion at the end or something for no fucking reason.
0: Yeah, because like, if you go straight off the games, you're not going to get a lot of that out of there until you get later on to what what three forty three did with four and what they did with five. Um, not to say that Bungie story Bungie storytelling was great, um, but yeah, those books really fleshed everything out, and it was. Because even Master Chief suffered his own loss, not necessarily just with like Captain Keys dying in 1, but also um, his partners that he ends up getting back in Halo 5 for some weird reason. They just happen to show up again, um, who were originally presumed dead.
1: It's just a bummer. It takes five games for you guys to do that when Sir Daniel does it in the opening of his game pretty fucking quick. It only took him one game to do that great story. <laughs> it took you guys five and some books because you're a bunch of assholes. <laughs> I'm not going to fight you on Master Chief then. You gave me a pretty good – that's a pretty good argument. I'm not going to fight you on that. So my rage has gone down a little bit. Nice job, sure. I appreciate you. That was good stuff.
0: Yeah, I was only a dumb bitch on one part of it, so.
1: <laughs> two parts,
0: but – One and a half.
1: No, Two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not giving you Commander You know seven.
0: what I'll give you You know what I'll give you One and three quarters Okay
1: This isn't a negotiation I have the list <laughs> Oh my god Number seven
3: Is Solid Snake
1: Yeah go ahead And tell me this story Kyle I want to hear it
3: Why not Solid Snake <laughs> I want to know What why you What, what you have he's, against- the
1: sa- he's the same Thing as fucking Shepard He's lifeless The villains Are what so made No here. No so Oh
0: yeah I, I had him as number two yeah, I know. You
1: guys are a bunch of
0: fucking idiots. <laughs> I think Solid Snake definitely has a good you story. Had... He's, a, he's a clone. Yeah, you do have
1: quite that. Quite literally. He's a you clone of the boss. You have him in the middle, so... Yeah. Okay, I'm not going to fight you too much. You! What the hell?
3: <laughs> and and, and I, I listed it specifically as Solid Snake, because if you think about it, specifically Solid Snake would be Metal Gear Solid, um, the beginning of Metal Two. Gear Solid 2, and um, Metal Gear Solid, what, 4, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because so, Peace yeah. Walker three, all those yeah
3: were. I mean, yeah, yeah big is, big boss is a part yeah. of it, but no, more specifically, Solid Snake. Yeah, and his his story because that's when he really became a true character. He had a personality. If you look at like what is this personality? I don't see a personality. You you need to look go back and like listen to the codec entries and stuff. Yeah. Uh, when you're communicating uh, between the characters, um, especially between like him and Otacon. Um, yeah. Because he, hey, was, specifically, he was specifically
0: cloned as a soldier. He was specifically cloned so that way he could not um, actually be out there as a normal person and reproduce. He was built for the mission and to continue on as the mission. And he had to develop all around that, not only with what the end goal was, though, but all the other relationships he had to build up with. Yeah, exactly. With Otacon, um And fuck, I'm drawing a blank on every other fucking character's name now. God damn it. Uh, I've not played their, those games. Uh, Malin. Yeah.
3: Um, and
0: Meryl, Meryl. Yeah. Meryl was definitely a big one there too. Um, fuck man. Yeah. It yeah. was, I, I think, I think he was a pretty good protagonist though. I, I, I think so. And especially like coming up to the point, like, I mean, we discussed Metal Gear Solid four a couple weeks ago though too, but, um, I think all of it coming up to the end is like that his mission is finally coming to an end with, um, fighting uh liquid Ocelot.
3: So, Right. And, uh, you know, looking at the uh, Metal Gear games as a whole, I mean, it gives you a really good scope, you know, as to, like, his backstory and where his story actually goes. Because, yeah, I mean, the, the the other games aren't necessarily about him and they're about Big Boss, but it, it, you know, gives you more information. And, actually, there's a really cool deleted scene in Metal Gear Solid 5, um, that kind of shows, like, uh, Liquid Snake with... Um, Psychomantis and stuff and I, I i'm fairly certain it was a deleted scene um but yeah you you only get to see it after yeah, yeah um liquid steals a metal gear as he's a kid and i mean it, it kind of ties the whole story together and you you know it just it builds more for him as a character
0: so was that was that cutscene pre metal gear solid one like, at least in regards to the actual story part of it? Was it 3-1? Yes. Okay. Yes.
3: Yeah, because you play as boss. Yeah, because um wow. literally at one point you go... Yeah, well, well... I'm talking the kid part because, I mean... Venom L- Snake or whatever his name is. is I don't even know yeah, how to describe it's it. It's not actually boss. Yeah, you play... But, yeah, it's dumb. Okay. Uh, um you're, you're, You think you look seen. like boss or something? Yeah, it's the dumbest <laughs> twist I've ever seen. In the game. Yeah, it is a pretty dumb twist. But, um yeah, no, there, there's a point that... Um, And like I said, it was a deleted scene that you go to a specific island after um, Kid Liquid Snake steals uh, a Metal Gear and you get to see like a lot of the bosses from the original Metal Gear Solid and they're all like kids and stuff. And you're like, oh, that's kind of cool. But, you know, it's something you can find on YouTube. But I don't know. It's a good tie in. And just, yeah, his character overall um, through.
1: What are his motivations besides this is the bad guy. I have to stop him. Make him so great, well, because he's it, just he's a, a clone.
3: That, that's what he was programmed for.
1: I know, so he yeah. has no personality. I think no, just the, the developed
3: it. personality is the 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 good part of that about it. You what know? is this yeah. developed personality though? You're I seeing. I think. Like, I think part I of it though is that, that. is that
1: he's them. he's bred as a soldier. He, what? I played what? all the Metal Gears and I see no yeah. personality development in him. He's. I think part of it though is that as. <laughs>
0: Snake is developed, Snake is primarily developed as a soldier, so there's always an end goal in mind to complete the mission. But he starts to develop empathy as things go, so we see that especially with Grey Fox being one of them, the Cyber Ninja. Right. Um, and then, of course, um, his bits in Metal Gear Solid 2 when he's um, actually talking with um, Raiden, or Raiden, I can't remember <laughs> his name now. Um, but talking with him, of course, throughout the game and how everything starts out at the beginning, though too, and then as his relationship develops on with Oticon and Meryl. So you like? Um,
1: and so you like that?
0: He, he is built to do this one thing, but, but he, he.
1: But it turns out that he. That he's not just.
0: He's not just. He's a not soldier. just that
1: soldier weapon. Yeah.
0: He, right. He, He's not just a soldier that's just built like to get this mission done, age and die much, much faster than anybody that's around him. He's actually starting to develop true empathy and true emotion, especially as you get towards the end of um, his his lifetime, which would be basically the end of Metal Gear Solid 4.
1: I don't get any of those feelings when I play any of those. I I mean, I, I get like a little bit of your little he feels empathy. He like he'll, he'll joke around with them right. a little bit like. I mean, I get that. Like, there's a little bit of personality to him, but I don't see. Like, I don't see that choice where, like, he has to, he is, can you get, I can't think of an example of where he puts the empathy ahead of the mission. Where he puts his emotion ahead of the mission. Where he completes that arc of, he's no. He's not just a soldier. Because he's still always, the, the, it's always still just the mission in the end, to me, for him.
0: I guess part of it could probably be looked at, that mission in Metal Gear Solid 4, when, his, um, when he ended up having to go through part of Paris, I think, was the actual city. And he ended up actually like running into who would be considered his mother. And I think she ends up dying in that mission. Like, as he goes and gets her, he has to end up like getting her away from... Whatever it is that's going on, that's when they introduced the actual like mask cloak where you can have different um, okay. characters' faces. I remember that part, yeah. yeah, so in that mission, I believe it's who they consider to be his his mother, and of course, air quotes here with that. Um,
2: I but did not get that. I, I if that. I'm
0: Sorry. right, I believe like that was part of the mission in one way, but her death, I think, had um, was in there and had some sort of reaction actually to him that carried on through the rest of it. That he ended up having to take back to Liquid Ocelot though too. It's like our mom's dead. Like, there was some... Bi- I, that game's full of fucking cutscenes. There was some type of emotion and empathy that actually went with. It's like, you know, he was a soldier, but he, in one way, was mourning the death of his mom. And it even came, to with the actual fights that went into um, things from his past. Like, when he fought um, the the duplicate of Psychomantis. Um I can't remember that character's name, either. Yeah. Um, but when they fought when they fought the duplicate there and he's having like the hallucinations of actually seeing psycho again and everything that's going on there that, that's just my take for it though i just think really i mean you're not seeing it but
1: well, that that could be just the way those stories are told. Like they're so confusing. They yeah, are. I, it's hard when, to when the game like, when maybe the game if they would have made that a little more obvious to me, maybe I would have caught it because I didn't catch that at all. When
0: the game but... is like five hours of gameplay and twenty seven hours of cutscenes, yeah, well, yeah and can...
1: with everybody having like really similar names and shit, it's hard for me to keep track of who the hell anybody is. Yeah. I mean, Metal Gear Dan, you've been quiet on Metal Gear, guy.
2: What do you think? A snake. Whatever, man. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's, he's heard everything. He's ready to carry on. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, I'm, I'm with you. Like, there's, I, I haven't played him, so I was just kind of seeing what's going on, and even trying to find out like the story of it. I'm like, uh, what? <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I
1: will give you. It is what it is. Absurd.
2: It's incredibly convoluted, and you know, from what you from what you see of him as someone who hasn't played the series, you you, you can tell. You know what I mean? Like, there's not really a whole lot
1: there. That's that's really how I feel. Is there just isn't... I don't know. I mean, if you guys see it, maybe... Maybe I'm too stupid to see it. Like, I don't get nuance. Maybe it's much more subtle, where I need to be hit over the head with it.
3: This is Maybe, maybe I was just excited because he was the only, like, hero that can get away with hiding in a box. Oh, see, you <laughs> me. You not have said shit
1: like that. I like, mean... Sir Daniel, <laughs> don't hide in a box, man! Yeah. <laughs>
3: Like, Sir his Dando? ultimate weapon is, you know, wet box or dry box, depending oh, man, dude, on weather conditions. Here. You know?
1: You're giving me some cool shit that he does, man. Like, that's that's yeah. good character stuff right there.
3: Uh, ah! Totally.
1: I'm done being upset now. Like, now we've got to everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I can calm down now. Okay, so number six, Senua from Senua, or Hellblade, Senua Sacrifice. I'm surprised that wasn't higher. That's a... That's a cool fucking character. Yeah, it is. Right there. Like, I can't even think of one that is told so well. Like, not even just telling her story, just her fucking facial expressions. It just tells you, I've seen some shit.
0: And what she's go, Yeah, what she's actually I going might through mentally. I have had it
3: higher, except I still haven't finished the game. So... There's mm. that. So...
0: She was lower on my list, but what I read, though, on her was actually pretty intriguing, though, that the developers actually talked with... Um, different psychologists and different therapists to be able to actually develop out what true psychosis actually was and all the different voices that she was actually having in her head to to guide her to do everything that she did. And the
1: gameplay I don't know if there's a better example of one that the gameplay shows that like you experience that through the gameplay rather than like cutscenes or just a story told from narrative or whatever like mm-hmm. the actual gameplay when you're hearing all the voices and shit I f- you can feel her Having struggling with this whole problem that she has, I don't know, I thought she was a damn good one. I had her pretty high up, Dan yes, yeah. I was one I was one below you, but that was yours, so tell me
2: I mean it was you encapsulated it perfectly, you know like and and it's not even that, but it's just her actual story too of why she's on this journey like it's for her to have all of these struggles that she's going with internally, but still have the fortitude to to, to go on this quest for her, is it her actual, just a lover, right? It's not like her husband, but, but, but I mean, it yeah, it's just, just that, you know, she, she pushes, she perseveres through something that's, I would say a lot of people would consider incredibly crippling, you know what I mean? Like to always have that constant noise, I guess, in the background and and to always, always question everything as a result of it, but, but to still... Have the fortitude to say no, I'm I'm gonna do this anyway because it's what I want to do and not what all these voices are telling me to do. See so that's awesome.
1: I agree. And then like I said, gameplay just so well done.
2: Yeah, let's see Master Chief
1: have that story. Master Chief doesn't hear voices. <laughs> He don't give a fuck. He just keeps. Well, I mean, he
0: kind of. Yeah, he got it. Yeah,
3: <laughs> he's kind of got the am, AI computer for with the most. Of he
0: shoves time. a chip into the back of his head voice, to do it, <laughs> Yeah, that's true.
3: These aren't I real mean, voices. Yeah, but yeah, I think, yeah, it's only he can hear the voice, though, right? Yeah, I mean, Master I don't know.
1: Chief can. Master, can other people hear Cortana? Uh,
3: yeah, yeah. Well, she I mean, can, but yeah. most of the time she's just talking directly to him. Yeah. So. yeah.
0: I mean Master Chief technically did go through some level of abuse to become a Spartan but not to the point where it's like it hurt like his dad yeah, is like beating the shit out of him. Yeah, it's like his dad is beating the shit out of him, right. you know, and, and his mom experienced that same level of like psychosis and everything was considered Burned all her fucked up. as a
2: up. witch. Yeah, exactly. Dude,
0: if that oh. was
1: Master Chief's story. <laughs> i was like, holy shit. We don't know. Someone could write the book for that, but we'll see. Well, this was done in the game. Ooh. Do you ever see that thing where the girl the girl they chose to do it.
2: Yeah, I, I watched that that making of. Yeah, was, she, I was just like she was
1: just there for like, like she was a, she was a stand. In, just yeah. like we just want to see what the tech does, and she did such a good job with the facials. They're like, you're her. Just fucking do it. You're so good
2: at this. Huh. And it was she's really she's really just fun. like a, like a marketing manager or something. Yeah, like, something like that. Yeah, she's she's on the team that that made the game, but she didn't. Did they write, do the same actually, voice? But yeah. George just mo- okay. No, that's yeah, that's was, all her. That's yeah, all, all her. Yeah. nice. That's it was pretty cool.
1: That was a pretty cool story, but. Yeah, I like this one. I'm happy now. This is a good list. <laughs> oh, never mind it was. This one's wrong. <laughs> Kyle, number five, Lara Croft. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> oh, come on. Okay, first, is this new Lara or old
3: Lara? New Lara. New
1: Lara. It makes me hate you a little less but
0: (laughs) old Laura, because obviously that progression there as a protagonist is when you lock the Butler in the freezer. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, See, that's that's definitive right there. The peak of the gameplay right there. Yes. That's top of the top, man.
1: So if we're going with new Laura, I think they fuck her up by the end of it. I think her first two games have really good progression of the character of who she's becoming. Yeah. And I think they throw it all away by shadow. They fuck shadow up so bad.
2: I couldn't even finish that game. (laughs)
1: That bad, yeah. Like I could care less about her story by the end of it. But she's See, maybe my
3: my opinion would have changed. Um I still haven't played Shadow. I, I bought it day of release and just I, I think I've played it for maybe ten minutes and what? There was just too much <laughs> I, I have this good habit of buying a lot of games and I play them and some of sometimes I'll play one for like, you know, a month straight, and then never play it again. But sometimes I'll play one for like an hour, and then won't play it again for another year, and then I get super into it. So I don't know. It's one I of those things. I don't see I still yourself have
1: to... getting into that one. That one's pretty. I'm hopeful. Man, that game don't got be. Some, that's a <laughs> <some> real pacing. <laughs> don't be. It's got okay. some real pacing fucking problems. Like you'll get in the first firefight, which I'm sure you've already done. You're not going to see another one for at least an hour and a half.
3: You know, it, it was because I bought it unreleased, and I literally pl- like started it played it and then just you know was done and haven't played it since I I don't even remember the beginning of the game it was no. so
1: I like her story with her dad trying to prove herself and everything but
3: I don't know seems still kind of just
1: way to play cookie cutter this is a template of every I've seen this character before I guess with one of our higher ones especially like our number two choice, we're gonna see, and they have very close to the same personality, I would think. So I guess Tomb Raider was nothing new for me, but it was a much more fleshed out character than original Lara Croft. Is, yeah,
0: is part of it though, maybe because of the success of the other one, that it's like, hey, we've got this great template here we can work from. I don't find to bring her that as charming back up.
1: Okay. either. Like, I have her at like number seven ish around my list, so I have her at like the top she's, of the bottom.
2: Yeah, she's, she's the same for me.
1: Yeah, like, she, so I, I believe there is character there, but not, like, Snake or anything. But, yeah, I think she's right around this. that's a fine spot. Not better than Senua, but whatever. <laughs> you had Senua lower and you fucking haven't played Shadow, you don't know what they do to her. Okay, jeez. <laughs> you don't even know. Alright, number four. Cloud from Final Fantasy VII. Dan, I'm just going to say right now, I only had her lower because I don't think all of his awesome story... Because I think he has a really awesome story, but I don't think all of it's told through the game. I think Advent Children does a lot of shit to progress
3: Cloud's story for me.
2: I don't think so. I actually think Advent Children is very I've heard that point. from a lot of people, too. That yeah, does, it, it's I, I've heard very a lot of people,
3: minimal to what progresses his story. It's actually,
2: I, it's actually the worst because of what the events of Seven and afterwards... But go ahead, go ahead. okay, so do you know, okay, when you hear people talk about Cloud, you hear a lot of things like, oh, he's just an emo kid, right?
1: Right, yeah.
2: That's because of Advent Children. He was, he was he's never that way in the actual game. He starts off, he's simply mercenary. I'm right. here for money. He's never an emo, he's just a dick. People, well, I don't have a problem with him being an emo, but go ahead. Well, well I'm, I do. Okay, okay. Because <laughs> uh, that's just not his character. So people just misunderstood that part, you know. But... But it's it's the fact that he – and, and the, I hate to like say it because it's kind of spoilery because it's going to get redone for people who haven't seen it. So it's like sort of spoilers but sort of not. You know what I mean? I would
1: think if you were buying Seven Remake, you played
2: Seven. You yeah, I just
1: yeah. – I think we're safe here.
0: So
2: the fact that he finds out he's a clone. Right. Right. And when you think about the difference between him and Sephiroth – main bad guy, right? They're both clones. They have the same Genova DNA, right? And you, and you think about what distinguishes them. And and when you learn that it's really I guess the one of the main central themes about Final Fantasy 7 is that reliance on your group. It's about your your friends who can pull you out of whatever whatever you're in, right? Sephiroth doesn't have anyone. He becomes a bad guy. Cloud's basically a clone of him, but he doesn't become that way because of the people he surrounds himself with, right? And so to go from, I don't care about anyone, whatever, I'm just going to be a mercenary, I'm here for the money, to developing this genuine need to save the planet, right? That's, that's kind of the whole overarching thing is the planet's going to get destroyed if you don't stop meteors. Anyway, I'm kind of, kind of getting off track here. But but it's the fact that he becomes a much more well-rounded character and a much more empathetic character by the end of it because of everyone else and because he allows people to, to shape him and he eventually opens up to people and by doing so, he essentially saves... Him and his group save the planet, but he also saves himself as a result. Because of all the other... Because, you know, there's... I think there was 20-some 20, 20 clones that all get produced, and all of them except him end up being complete failures and, and disasters. And so to see him shift his entire personality to... It really really is a 180 at the end of the game... Throughout this journey of Final Fantasy VII, I think that's what makes him a great protagonist. I love you so much. (laughs) (laughs) So, I'll
1: let you guys talk. You you guys had him pretty high, too, so I'll let you. Well, not... not I did not, no. You're pretty low, but Kyle had him pretty high. Or decent. Yeah, you had him really high. Kyle, tell me why.
3: You get to cross-dress... No, I'm joking. <laughs>
1: and you're not, <laughs> not going to put Sir Daniel on... You motherfucking... <laughs> I didn't even tell you about the cross-dressing. Dress, cross
3: oh, and he's got cross-dressing too. Oh. No, he
1: doesn't. That'd be great though.
3: <laughs> Does he? I don't remember that mission. All right, go ahead. Dan. Yeah, no, I, I think Dan really nailed it. Um, just just finding out about the character, where he came from, and like how he became who he is and then moving away from that because you know he starts out you know as a kid moves it goes to soldier and wants to be just like sephiroth you know and this is before you find out that he's a clone and everything when he when he's just kind of giving snippets of his story here and there and the way he develops from this like hard ass that wants to be exactly like the the main bad guy who at that time he didn't when he was part of soldier didn't know he was a bad guy.
2: Well he wasn't a bad
3: guy at that time. Right. It, it was just the events of, you know, what what happens learning out yeah. about about
2: Genova. Yeah and, and that,
3: the what. the whole yeah. Nebelheim event. Yeah.
2: So it makes him go crazy.
3: Yeah, and it just you know, him moving away from that and becoming something entirely different. Um
2: well also the fact that Cloud does go crazy too. And he does, yeah. You know, he's many he,
3: aneurysms.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, because he's also
1: is that because he merges with that one guy kind of thing? Like when he takes the blade?
2: Huh?
1: Is it? it? Who was the guy? What's the guy's name? The, uh, um, Zach? Yeah, Zach. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. Well, no.
2: So, so it's more like he had these delusions because you find out, you know, he actually didn't quite make it into where he said, but so he was been lying to everyone about it. And, and so he kind of shuts himself off in the middle of the game there because of that, because people find out. And, and also because he, you know, because he's just really more, more the fact that he's been lying about everything and it's been coming out and so now he's really ashamed of it and he kind of withdraws. And, but again, people are like, and especially Tifa, you know, especially when he dumps into the, the, the Mako and he basically becomes, he gets in a coma, basically.
3: Yeah.
2: And, and, she basically pulls him out of it. She, she rescues him from himself because he basically just goes into this this metaphorical and basically real kind of pit of of, of self-wallow and, and hatred and stuff. Is that
1: because those two died? What What's the girl's name? Harris. Is that her name? Yeah. yeah. Is that why, though? Like he's like grieving kind of thing?
2: I don't know if that's directly related, but that clearly didn't help.
3: I mean, it could be part of it, but if if it is, it's only a very small part. Okay,
2: that's just more like a potential girlfriend that he lost. So he's yeah. just—he's just sad that he's like, oh, I liked her a lot, even though I have this other chick. But also, I liked her too, and now she's dead. Boo!
3: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I laughed. Go but... to shit. Yeah, I'm a horrible <laughs> person. <laughs> you laugh at that? I laughed? I be... laughed when Aries died. What? Yeah, when. Ares... <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm I'm a horrible person. Well, she goes. It, the whole thing is she's going to go fight Sephiroth by herself because she has the the what the white materia, and she knows she can do it. She so she goes to this this place where the ancients are buried to pray, and basically leaves herself open, and Sephiroth kills her. Okay.
2: Yeah, it's it, pretty dumb. Yeah,
3: it, it's pretty dumb, and I laughed. Oh, okay. Yeah. The whole the whole scenario, I thought that that's like the very
2: gist no of way, it, man. Whatever, that's a completely different topic. What? <laughs> well, I was going to argue, but that's a completely different topic. Like, she is also an agent, so like she's going True. home. She is going home, but that's I, I that's, don't know. that's the place that's most sensitive to the earth spirits. So that's True. why she goes I, there I, to commune with them to get advice. To stop media, yeah. true. But she could have. So it wasn't gone just wasn't just like a stroll, entire like, party. Hey guys, I'm just gonna
3: instead of you know just.
2: But that's more her personality, and not. That's just yeah, the way she is. She didn't. Well, yeah, just, just kind and of. And that's hence I laughed. She's kind of a silly bitch.
1: Okay, so yeah. from the things I was reading, it's so you guys are telling me different though, and you played it, so I'd have to listen to you. So it's not about grief because I was reading and I saw a bunch of videos, like two or three, that. It's a, really a metaphor for Cloud grieving over his lost friends and him blaming himself, feeling that like it's his fault that
3: they're dead. It's not that. That's
2: it's, not his. It's it's it is, but it's not the main contributing factor.
3: Yeah, I would say it's a chunk of it, and it's not. It's more, it's a culmination of things. Yeah, but it's that's, more, that's a piece when, of it. When they say his lost friends, it's more of a generalization, not just her. You know, because he he does. Lose more people. Okay. I mean.
1: So that's why, because then that's when they were talking about the how Advent Children completes that arc of it, where he accepts that it wasn't his fault. Right. Shit
2: happens, kind of thing. Right. And that's why he's but, in such so a that's wall why you guys that don't that. Like Advent Children, then. right? Because he's 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 in such a a pit again. You know, the the events of, of Seven finish, and then how long is it after until when Advent Children happens? Oh. I don't remember the time frame but there's I think there's a couple years yeah it was
3: it was a few years
2: but it but it's
1: more like well I I read that was because he was he had a he had a goal to stop Sephiroth that it's like taking it's like when you something shit happens and you go to work and you can put your mind on work you can't think about it now that it's over it's all you can think about right kind of thing so that's what I was I don't know if that's what it is but that's what I was reading why he's sad again because now he can feel it he's had time to process it and now it's hit him I don't know, but I haven't, I haven't seen Advent Children, I haven't played Final Fantasy 7, I don't know, this is just, and I thought that was cool, I thought that was a cool story arc kind of thing, to where, and then by the end of Advent Children, oh, sorry, that he, I don't know popped in, uh, <laughs> that he's able to accept that part of him, so that's why I thought that was actually a really cool story arc, but you guys are saying it's just the acceptance, or not, uh, of him, not, cho- choosing not to be bad, I guess, when he very easily could have, because of the people, he surrounds himself with? Is that what I'm hearing?
2: That's a big part of it, yeah. yeah. That,
1: that that's the story of 7. Oh, okay.
2: That's not. I, I don't know. I don't know. know. I, you just I, need to I, play I, it. You you need to play Fuck it. Fuck
1: y'all, I ain't playing no fucking Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> It it's so
3: good. It is it really is.
2: I, I really think the remake once it's but, all okay, out, maybe, once maybe once the it's all out, yes.
1: Maybe the remake will yes reveal, because how long is it? It's fucking huge, isn't it? Isn't, wasn't it four discs? Three. Three? Yeah. It's fucking enormous. That's a lot of fucking time to play for, and how much grinding? A lot.
2: You can. <laughs> I yes, do. You know,
3: if you want, if you want your you, really man, good Daniel, materia, then so yes. Daniel completes that
1: arc in yeah. fucking three hours. <laughs> it's a nice little tight story.
3: That's fucking sweet. And th- there are certain things that yeah, you want to grind to get to them, like, but you can you can skip them too, like, uh, getting the Alexander material materia. Um I it had cloud mean, high. So, so the
2: round can eat a dick. Yeah. Oh yeah.
3: That. Oh, what a pain in the
2: ass. If you want a hundred percent, it then yes, you'll need to grind. If you want to do just the story, you really don't need to. No. Oh.
1: See, I had cloud high because I like that story, but it's just interesting to hear that that's not even what you guys thought the story was. Compared, like just it, compared to other just, people, like there's. Well, I just don't. really... So I guess get... that's so that like that that he's multi-dimensional. Then like take what you want from his story. I oh, guess. easily. Yeah.
2: yeah. I just didn't really like Ivan Chilton that much, so I don't. Try and think about it. (laughs) I liked Advent
1: Children. I don't know. I do like that he it's kind of ambiguous, like take what take what lessons you want from him. That's kinda cool. I like that. Maybe I should even have him higher. Dan, number three, you know who it is. Thrall. My boy. I had him pretty high, buddy. I enjoyed that story of his. But tell me.
2: Man, Thrall is basically Moses of Warcraft.
1: I didn't think about that like that. I, I like that. Lower now. I actually like that. It's fantastic. <laughs> I just kicked him down to five.
2: <laughs> <laughs> to to know where he starts from, you know, where where his parents get assassinated, yeah, and he gets taken as a little baby and raised in captivity to be a pit fighter.
1: Right.
2: And that's that. So so it's like okay, that's where I'm starting from, and he he finally, musters up the courage to to break out, and to go from there to being a leader of an entire of the horde, right? So when you think about Warcraft, there's two factions Alliance horde. And so for him to go from pit fighter to war chief, but not just like war chief, because he was the only one, but because he was a good leader. the, The biggest thing I take from him is his leadership as, as war chief, because he does a lot of things and this is more world of warcraft versus just like warcraft 3 but as the expansions go on and and he realizes okay I can't lead any more the way I want to like he he has all these things where he recognizes his own flaws and can accept them and then react accordingly so you know we eventually when when he steps down and and he and he appoints a new leader he appoints someone who he knows is going to going to do well and and obviously Without Thrall there, with this whole last, basically the last expansion, two expansions really, like the Horde goes to shit because of it. And I think that just goes to show what an incredible leader Thrall was up until the point where he decides that he can no longer do it to the best of his ability.
1: I, and I thought he dealt with a lot of themes from what I was... I, again i haven't played warcraft so i don't know but i had this guy really high because i liked acceptance of who he was kind of thing right. like the, to know he's an orc but accept their I don't, know, I don't know lifetimes culture whatever you want to say i guess for him to accept that was pretty cool i enjoyed watching that part of it and then his He virtue. loses a lot of good fucking friends man well, Like well, yeah people exactly. who taught him everything he fucking knows about being what he is that's some, that's some deep shit there. To 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 <laughs> avoid name, to but... avoid
2: corruption from from demons, because that's what made the Orcs so powerful. In in Warcraft, is that they accepted demon blood, tainted them, and made them super strong, but right. it also made them susceptible to like bloodlust
1: kind of thing. Exactly, yes. Yeah.
2: And so that's another thing that he basically has to go through is all of the other clans are like, we're doing this, and for him to be a Frostwolf and and to not to not ex- accept that temptation, but then to not only not accept it, but then to eventually get everyone else to see his point of view and to accept it and then to go fight the demons to purge their corruption, basically. So like, not only is it just about himself, but it's also the things he goes through to save his people as well.
1: Yeah. He's really hit it really hard there with that leadership right idea of, Kind of like Jon Snow. Yeah, I like Jon Snow. Travis had him midway. Kyle, you had him mm-hmm. at the bottom. I did. You need to explain yourself, sir.
3: Um, Because
1: of you, he did not make number one. <laughs> I'll be honest.
3: As far as Warcraft goes, I've played Warcraft 1, 2, and 3. I didn't give two shits about the story. You don't give a shit about your Um, I, I don't like World of Warcraft. I don't um, either... So it, to me, you know, it, it. All I played Warcraft for was multiplayer, mm-hmm. and so that I, I just even I looking you. into it, into the, the the backstory and stuff. I just I was like, it's Warcraft. I'm bored. I, I just, <laughs> it's Warcraft. <laughs> I, I just want to play the game.
1: <laughs> what a great excuse! It's Warcraft. I hate it. <laughs> like Whoa,
3: that's terrible. I, I don't know. I just could never get into any any of the stories. So. It, yeah, I had him high yeah. up, yeah,
1: Dan. I thought that was a pretty cool fucking story. Travis, you got anything to say on Thrall? I don't. I think Dan's covered all of it. You got him? That takes us to number two. Which he should not be this high. This is stupid. Nathan Drake at number two. That's insane. That's too high. Kyle, you fucked up the curb. <laughs> <laughs> he would have been, been right where he was supposed to be if it hadn't been for you. <laughs> yeah, I had him at like number six. Or something I remember, like I have four, four or five somewhere around there. I guess in that area. I don't think his character gets interesting until five, uh, four. I would not have given it. I just it. like I his personality. Have... I do too. I think he's charming, yeah. but I don't. I thought he was very shallow
3: and nothing in the first three. Yeah, yeah. that's part of the personality. <laughs> that's what you like. <laughs> I, I don't know. I I just I I liked I liked the character. The voice acting was you know spot on for it. So, I can't yeah. argue. That,
1: like he's maybe the best on screen one. I think. Like I enjoyed listening to Nathan Drake. Yeah, talk shit his whole time. But until you find out that he's not, Has everybody played for that gives a shit? Mm-hmm. You haven't played. You don't care a shit. Oh, no, go for care? it. Okay. So when until you find out that he's not a descendant of Francis Drake, that he is a nobody. He happened to break into some fucker's house and inspired him to be who he is but he's really he's nothing he's just a shitty conman kind of guy and that he can become something he became something really big just because he drove himself to that that was kind of cool story arc i like that i like that every i like that and that he can because everybody else he seems to surround himself with can't seem to draw that line between it's okay even though he kills hundreds of people so he's technically okay with it but whether it's he crosses that line of being a bad guy because he's he's right there. He, I mean, he's the the guys he's going against aren't far away from what he does.
3: Yeah, or, I mean, they're he, just willing to go. He's technically but, committing murder. Yeah, like but, yeah. but he's, he's also not, a
2: thief. Yeah,
1: like, and he's not far, he's not far away from that line. It's just, it's cool to see that he is able to draw that line of no, I'm gonna kind of let it go. And
2: you see that a lot where he he's a virtuous thief.
1: Yeah, I mean, not even, I guess. Robin Hood, if you want to say that, but he doesn't give nothing back. Is he though? Yeah, I was going to say. But he, but it's, I don't know, he's he's still a, kind of like a bad guy in some ways. But the, um, I, I saw that in four where he was able to finally let it go. Like in all the others, he has to see Shambala, or Shambala. What are the, Shambala? Shambala? Yeah, Shambala.
3: Shambala? Shambala.
1: Sh- <laughs> I don't think that's right.
3: Shamwow.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, but he has to find ShamWow. Like, he'll do whatever the guy says because he wants to see it too. He, It's his ultimate goal. By the fourth one, that's no longer his ultimate goal, and it's cool to see that he's able to let it go. Kind of like in Indiana Jones 3 where Indy's holding, or he could grab the grail, but it's not worth his life kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that's what it feels like by the end of it. I really like that. But... I don't like it better than some of these other ones and you're insane nah. for putting it that high.
3: Thank you. I'll take <laughs> well don't that worry as a compliment.
1: Travis has him low, which I don't blame him because he hasn't played four. He doesn't see how good it gets to be. He's a pretty fucking fun character though. Like that's the same thing I have with like Sir Daniel, like the actual on screen persona you get to see him. I find him extremely fucking likable. Like a like his brother? I hate his brother, Sam. I'm like hey, oh, yeah. I hope you fucking die. Or any of the girls that are with him that
3: are bitching at him, except for Chloe, she's hot. <laughs> They're always just bitching, I'm like, shut up, Drake's awesome, you do what he says. <laughs> well, and I, I think one of the reasons I had him so high, too, is because I've always felt like the um, Uncharted games play a lot like a movie watches. So yeah. you, you, you kind of <laughs> develop the same, like, way you would feel about a, a character in a movie towards Drake, you know? You would develop that same feelings for that protagonist. You're like, yeah, this this is a really cool guy. Or this is, is that really... why you like Snake so much? Then yeah. oh yes.
1: Is that the reason? Because it's so see I see. I, whereas the cutscenes no for actually no Uncharted don't feel intrusive. They feel welcoming. Like I'm ready for a cutscene. Give me five minutes of this and we'll be good. The Metal Gear doesn't. Matter. Yeah,
3: Metal Gear. Uh, it's sit like, tight for two and a half hours. Yeah, like the, let's the, learn the, about let's learn about how you can use these guns and sell them to this this dude with his monkey and you know. Uh,
1: That's a good fucking character, guys. I'm glad we all liked him except for Travis. (laughs) (laughs) He's not better than Captain Price, right? You had Captain Price at number three. What
3: the hell?
1: (laughs) No, sorry, four. Number four on your list. What the fuck? You tell me in what world he's better than Nathan Drake, you piece of shit. All right. I had him at number five on my list. No, you don't. Number four. Oh, maybe. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> just carry on. Well, it's weird because you got to do the points, but it's not number five. Anyway. Despite- <laughs> <laughs> and number one, which is a pretty good fucking choice, guys. We got John Marston. He fucking kills it, too, in like, the points. Yeah. Like, overall, we all just fucking love John Marston, oh, yeah. apparently. That's another redemption story, man. Yeah, but it is. I like that he. it ends up not... Like even though he makes good on everything, he's not a bad. He's still, still punished for it. Yeah, you you can't escape it. Mm-hmm. Kind of thing. I enjoyed the hell out of that fucking ending. Ah, I got nothing to say on John. Man, he's fucking badass.
3: Yeah, I, I he fully speaks agree. for himself. I, he really does. I was really upset when I had to play as Jack.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. The fuck was it? I was like, you're not cool. Get <laughs> <laughs> <You> damn nag. <leg. laughs> Oh, the, the first
3: time you you actually try and accelerate on your horse and he says that i'm like oh god this is gonna be a long three hours
1: and i've never felt like there are parts in red dead redemption too like where i feel arthur's still a bad guy yeah. like even though he's the protagonist I, I still feel like he's a bad guy never once did i ever think john marston was a bad guy in that whole fucking game but i knew that he had done bad things and he just he's just trying so hard to make up for it he's helping he it. his penance yeah and he's I mean, that's what the whole game is, is you just trying to make up for what you were and to see it. That's a damn bummer. (laughs) It ends up not working out for him. You got anything you want to say on John? We all agree he's just a badass. I had him at number two after Sir Daniel. (laughs) John does not put his head on a hand and let it go all over the place. But he does ride a horse everywhere. Pretty good fucking list, guys. Except for the bottom half where you guys got everything fucking wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Except for your master... I actually... You you convinced me a little bit on Master Chief. I still don't think he's better than Sir Daniel, but you at least... You at least gave me a good argument on that. Snake, I don't know what the fuck you're thinking. (laughs) You just like him because he's pretty. Oh, yes. Yes. (laughs) I I will kindly show myself out. Yeah. Okay.
0: (laughs) I, I will kindly show myself out now after this list. Out you go. Yep.
1: Bye. Pretty good list, guys. Yeah. I enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Any other any other remaining thoughts on this week's topic? Or anything else discussed in this week's no, I went episode? No, a- I went
1: after you guys for Sir Daniel. I'm pretty good now. I feel better. <laughs> man, you have no idea.
0: This is this is therapy for Preston. I
2: almost kicked my dog, man.
1: Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we do not
0: condone,
2: condone animal I cruelty didn't. here. I almost did. No, I didn't. <laughs> Hayes would have been like body massage.
1: <laughs> keep doing it, please. Let's <laughs> keep jerk your foot. <laughs> That's like, fuck you, Hayes. <laughs> All right, that takes us through our list, Trav.
0: Yeah. Well, thanks everybody for tuning sleepy. in. Are you. After everything with. Uh, Captain Price, there, I you fucking drain
3: on that
0: one. <laughs> I, know, literally, man, I literally, I literally took I a verbal, so I took, like, I took a verbal beatdown for that, and then a verbal beatdown for your, uh, um, Shepard, whatever. It is, no, not even Commander Shepard. No, for I don't uh, know Sir Daniel your
1: Snake. No, for Sir Daniel. Well, you fucking earned it for that one, y'all. It was so. I'm I'm exhausted. I'm exhausted
0: (laughs) from the verbal beatdown that I just received this evening. So I'm
1: very upset.
0: I think from now on, what I'm going to do is I'm not going to submit anything anymore. I'm just going to be the audio and social media guy here in the back. Your
1: answers up on the internet or something because. Your answers are
0: wrong. I will, I will fully admit here right now that there like I really wish there was a better like character analysis like just website like you think for video game stuff. Like Giant Bomb actually has a pretty good wiki on a lot of different characters, but some of those characters like even some of those um, AAA title ones only have a like maybe a page long worth of information and sometimes it's not enough to flesh out what watched, a character is. I watched like
1: two is. or three videos on just about all the ones I didn't know about just to get like different points of view so I was really a because all those ones I read for Cloud were the same like kind of basic ideas so it's so weird that you, I damn. don't know weird of it I was reading lot ones, so. a lot on different ones so yeah. you read a bunch on
0: I was reading just a, trying to read a bunch of them I didn't go back and watch did they say how yours.
1: awesome Sir Daniel was no you didn't read nothing <laughs> <laughs> you didn't read a damn thing then. it's just press wiki page <laughs> Sir Daniel, <laughs> Daniel kicks <hands. laughs>
2: Man, I don't know, is it's just, just Banjo
1: kazooie or Sir Daniel now that I'm gonna to to fucking fight you guys up. I like how dan's are always like so calm compared to mine like and you never get mad at me for not having <laughs> I mean, like, But
2: Is it is it gonna change anything? What? I'm, me yelling at you is not gonna change makes me feel better the list. Makes me feel better. No, but That's what he's like what he's hoping people. for is that he's hoping for to be a little bit more motivation for next time's <laughs> list. So I
1: feel better. What yes, it is, yes.
0: what it is, is that he's trying to break us down even farther to get ready for next week's list. So we really put more emphasis into it because all we want from him now is just Kazooie to be character? is just to be sweet and happy and Kazooie. ready to go.
1: It's not Kazooie. <laughs> 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 oh my god! You made me so mad. <laughs>
0: And with that said, that's episode 14, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. Check us out on anchor.fm and Facebook. Of course, search for us at the NPCs podcast. Thanks, everybody. Have a good weekend and a good evening.
2: Bye.